This week on Geeksplained, it's Christmas! To celebrate, we're jumping in the TARDIS with everyone's favorite Time Lord and looking back on all of his wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey Christmas adventures. So straighten your bow tie, grab your sonic screwdriver, and join us for the first ever Geeksplained Christmas special. Welcome back to Geeksplain, the podcast for comics, film, TV, and more. You name it, we explain it. I'm your host, Eric Ozana, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, today's episode is all about the Doctor Who Christmas specials, which are very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I made it a point every single year. It's a Christmas tradition between me and my friends to sit down and watch the Christmas special every year. And in this episode, we're going to be sitting down and ranking every single one of them from worst to best. Uh, also, we have a very special weekly review, as well as a very short comics countdown this week, because as you know, Christmas is on a Wednesday, which is why we're having our Christmas special in the first place, uh, and new comic book day is usually on Wednesdays, so everything's a little thrown off, but we will be talking about the books that I think you should be picking up this week when you do happen into the comic book shop on Thursday. But before we get into all of that, let's check in with this week's news. I'll be honest with you folks, there's no real news this week. Um, it's Christmas time, so it's kind of snow... It's kind of snow. Uh, it's kind of slow for the news cycle, but a couple things that I definitely want to touch on. Um, two big drops this past week. We got in theaters uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. If you haven't listened to our full spoiler review yet, uh, go ahead and check that out. We dropped that this past weekend. And also on Netflix, we got The Witcher series starring Henry Cavill. And I have started it. I have started watching it. Um, if you would like to hear me do a review on the series once I'm finished with it, feel free to let me know. And uh, it's it's good so far. I'm really interested. I'm not super familiar with The Witcher world. Uh, I didn't play the games, didn't read the novels, but uh, it seems really interesting and I'm, I'm digging it. So I'll keep watching. And uh, again, if you'd like me to review it, feel free to let me know. But that really does it for the news. Um, this year has been like kind of crazy, so um, just personal news. Uh, we got the podcast up and running on multiple platforms. It's been great. I signed with my very first voiceover agent, which has been incredible. Um, I also booked my very first uh, voiceover commercial uh, last week and recorded it at a studio in Santa Monica. It was amazing. I had a great time. Um, and it's, it's kind of a big commercial. So, um, I will let you know when that commercial drops and give you more information on that. But, uh, yeah, so just basic news for me this year. Um, it's been a big year and I'm hoping that 2020 is going to be even bigger, but, uh, for now we're going to hop on over to the main course, the entree, if you will, of this episode, which is counting down and 
ranking every single Doctor Who Christmas special ever. So to celebrate the Christmas season, we're diving into the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Uh, we're going to be talking about just the uh, current run of Doctor Who that started in 2005, all of the new Who uh, Christmas specials, of which there are 13. There are just as many Christmas specials at the, as there are of actual Doctors. And knowing that, with so many Christmas specials to... Uh, talk about to look back on I needed some help so I have enlisted the fr- the help of a very good brother of mine that being Jacob Brown Jacob <laughs> hello there happy hula days happy hula days uh, I'm gonna make that my uh, my character trait every time you ha- have me as your guest right? <laughs> your that's guest. how I'm gonna start okay perfect okay. perfect so that's All gonna right. be a thing good. so what are you what are you drinking I see it in a koozie. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a, a High Life here. A Miller High Life. Ooh. What do you mean? It's like the, the hipster drink of, of... It's the champagne of beers. Sponsored by... <laughs> sponsored by Eric Azana here. Sponsored by Miller High Life. <laughs> Miller High Life. The it's the champagne of beers. Yes. Try a fresh cool on a, on a nice December morn like it is right now. <laughs> Merry it's, Christmas. It's like 8 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've, been doing, I've been doing morn. this since the morn. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us on the podcast yeah. again. Merry Christmas. And thank, yeah, thank you for having me back. Yeah. Last this time that uh, you may have heard Jacob was on our Kingdom Come episode, mm. which went off the rails really quickly. <laughs> yeah, we did. I was listening back to it when I was <laughs> editing it, and I was just like, are we going to get back to talking about Kingdom Come at some point or no? <laughs> we had so much. We, we were like breaking off into branches. So of like many branches and tangents. Oh, it's so good. But it was a fun time and I really enjoyed it. So knowing that and knowing how much of a fun time we had yeah. and knowing that at my journey, my journey to give our listeners a little bit of uh, insight on my journey with Doctor Who, I wasn't, I was, uh, I came into it very late. I came into it yeah. right near the end of uh, Matt Smith's run right. in the TARDIS. Uh-huh. It was actually like right before the 50th anniversary, uh-huh. yeah. uh, and I was introduced to it by uh, my it was good friend. It was still on Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I was introduced to it by my good friends Brennan and Juan. Shout out to them. But when I really fell in love with it was with this guy. With you. You and I bonded uh, on Doctor Who very quickly. Well, you got me into it. Remember that? Yes. You told me, you was like, hey, 
You like sci-fi stuff, right? You yeah. like Star Wars and stuff? It was something about Star Wars, I something, think. It yeah, was something, something leading, like that. Or like it was some sort of British... It was me talking about British television and loving British stuff or something like that. Yeah. And, and you were like, hey... There's a sci-fi show you should try to, and it's Doctor Who, and I have heard of this, and I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know about that. I, <laughs> that's a that's a whole different level, and I have no idea what that that stuff is. It's a blue box and a guy with a long scarf, and I don't know <laughs> what what is all that. It's a staple and everything, and everyone was saying like you should get into it. I even got this from recommendations from like personal friends, mm-hmm. but uh, I remember you saying like give it a shot and everything, and I was like, okay. But what is this really based on? And I re- did some research, and I realized that there is this show's been going on for fifty some years. Yeah, and there's like a whole history. And I was like, well, I'm not getting. This was at the time like a year before the, uh, uh, the, the it was like the right after the first half of Matt Smith's final run. Yeah, there was like another half of a season, and then hit the time of the Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or the day of the Doctor, the fiftieth anniversary special, yeah. and then the Christmas special afterwards. Right. Yeah, it was that whole it was that whole time. So the the that first half had just ended and I mm-hmm. heard about this. And you told me about this and I was like, "Well, if I'm going to get into this, let's t- check out the history of this." And I saw that it was like all this history and I was like, "I'll I'll research I'll research the beginnings of this. Why not?" And so he decides, <laughs> he's like, "I'm not going to pick it up right where everyone else is picking it up. I'm going to go all the way back with the first doctor and watch all of them all the way through until I'm caught up." And I thought you were a complete Crazy person. I was like, there's no way you're yeah. going to commit this time. And then all of a sudden, it was like it was like maybe a month or two later, you're like, you know, I've been watching David Tennant. And I'm like, how did you get that far? And you just, you just blew through that. I blew them. through it because of uh, it was just too funny and fascinating yeah. and the lore of it. Uh, the acting becomes this uh, it be, it's like this Shakespearean radio drama that's just portrayed yeah. really fun and the people who are doing it are having a great time uh-huh. and it's so cheesy as hell but I've always <laughs> loved like that I've always grown to like sci-fi like uh, right. old school sci-fi stuff from like the 50s and 60s you know so this had Where's that Star feel Trek, exactly like that. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. came from space yeah. you know that thing from another <laughs> world and them and you know that's that's been my favorite uh but this was just like this was a whimsical. This felt like a fairy tale. Right. It felt very whimsical mm-hmm. of uh, of a space time, a space and time kind of like fairy tale through that you could tell to your kids and they would right. like they would like excuse me they would totally fall in love with the the entire uh, lore of this uh, that you could make up. This is something you yeah. could tell like to your kids like like going to sleep and stuff. Well, dude, I've I've heard so many stories of people who. Um, were introduced to the show by their parents, and now they're introducing yeah. it to their kids. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those things that when you have a show that has lasted over fifty years, mm-hmm. like it, it is a multi generational um, narrative. It's a multi generational uh, piece of fiction. I'm so glad it like reached to the states. That's the one thing Absolutely. I was like, 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 I'm so happy. Like this is like something that is very much should be like cherished for for what it's been doing for so long and able to keep this like like niche as well yeah. as like keeping it fresh itself uh, like always refreshing itself right it's been and that, that has a lot to do with the regenerations but it's yeah. also been a huge sticking point for our friendship yeah and our I mean our small circle of brothers just like 
bonding over Doctor Who. Yeah. All of us having we, our Doctor. We nerd the fuck out out of the, oh, of yeah, the like, Day of the Doctor and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because we were ridiculous. just like, oh, my God, this was everything. Yeah. And it was like, it was incredible. And I remember um, <laughs> we actually, uh, we... Did cos- we've done cosplay. We've done yeah, it for years. Yeah, and uh, for multiple years, we did a full Doctor set yeah. with uh, the 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctors. And I had uh, Jack Harkness, yeah. Captain Jack. And it was just, those are some of my favorite It was like, like our own version of a Christmas taken. special. That yeah, just running around Phoenix, running Phoenix around Comic Con. Shout out to Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, one tradition that we kept up every year of our friendship was that we would all get together on Christmas and watch that year's Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And that is just what's been kind of carried through. It's the biggest tradition that we have every yeah. single year. So I thought the person who I would trust <laughs> to have this conversation with about <laughs> ranking these Christmas specials from best to worst would be you. Yes. Because we've been through all of them. Yes. We've been through all of them together. We've been through so much. And before we get we went into... Through these, uh, I'm sorry. We, we went through those uh, Power of the Dalek stuff. Yeah, we did. We went through that. Didn't Oof. we go to... The, yeah, we went we, to a special we, screening of that. Yes, we did. Okay, that's Oof. right. Yeah. Yeah, That sorry. was uh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it was three hours of awesomeness. Oh, God. That's all it was. It was incredible. I had, this, I had a smile on my face the entire time. And yeah, I was just looking did. back at all of you going like falling asleep and I'm like what's going on isn't this not thrilling to you this is some great a sci-fi shit this is awesome and so um Retro real quick before we jump into yes. the list I want to make sure that we um we do a little bit of due diligence there is going to be one big exclusion from this list and that is the uh, New Year's Eve spe- or the New Year's Day special from 2019 yeah. featuring Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Resolution, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we are excluding Aww. that just because we love you, not- Jodie. We love you, Jodie. You're wa- you're wonderful, um, but we are excluding it just based on the fact that it is not a Christmas special. It is a New Year's Day special. That's very true. And it's how they're kicking off the the new season. Yeah, that's yeah, coming exactly. up. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that but, she has her own like special day. I think it's same, I think New Year's same. actually it, it, works it helps so much to set her apart. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and didn't Tenant have wasn't one of the specials like the, isn't the that, end of time yeah, isn't part that, two yeah because part one was, was Christmas and then part two was New Year's New Day. Year's Day. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that is going to be excluded. But great episode if you haven't watched it, and if you haven't watched it, you might uh, stick around for later in the episode because I might be talking about it. But uh, this is going to be strictly the Christmas specials. We're going to be ranking them. There have been 13, and we're going to rank them from worst to best. I know! We're going to rank them from worst to best. (laughs) I didn't realize. I was like, yeah, there's probably like 10. It kind of makes sense because, you know, this year we had Friday the 13th in December this year. That was and, that and, was so and weird. So it's so it's fitting. That, that was an awful team. day. That was I a, don't know about. There was you. a bad day. I had an awful day. Oh, I had an amazing day. I don't know why. I think it's because I spent the day watching horror every three every version of Black Christmas that was ever made, and that was like the seventies <laughs> oh version, the two thousand six version, and then the, this year's version, which was also. You went and saw that in theater. I did. I spent my good Christmas time. Jesus and Christ! I had a great day. It was good. Because nothing could be worse than sitting down and watching three <laughs> versions of Black Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Hashtag Black Christmas. Christmas. Again, thank you thank for you. joining us on this Christmas <laughs> edition of the podcast. So, Great. we're going to rank them. I'm, we're going to sound off 
uh, one of us is going to go, then the other one for each rank. Okay. So starting at number 13, okay. Jacob, what is the worst Doctor <laughs> Who Christmas special of uh, all time? Uh, I think... Uh, Everyone should agree with me on this, but uh, and I feel like most of the fans do. And it, that is, uh, out of all of them, it's Voyage of the Damned. What? Yes. It is the worst. No! One. Yes, it is. Let's okay, be real. Okay, all right. Let's hear about let's this. Let's be real. Explain. It's just Poseidon Explain. Adventure turned for the Doctor in space. And I'm waiting for you really... to tell me something negative. <laughs> I love, don't get me wrong, I love Poseidon Adventure. And uh, both versions are very good. But uh, this was just... This felt well. The thing is, I hate this one because they keep resh- they keep showing this over and over again on BBC America. I don't know why. They, it for some reason, this has been the m- most shown Christmas special out of the Doctor out of all of them. I, it's because it's got Kylie Minogue. No, no, look. It's got Kylie Minogue. No namesake can ever save this Kylie horrible Minogue. TV TV movie knockoff of. Poseidon adventure. Okay. That that just is uh, and and even the, the the ending is horrible with the 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 whole like um it, the whole reveal is like the guy has been like doing the the it's all for the insurance really it's for the all the fucking it's insurance. an insurance scam no that's terrible it's a classic story. no it's exactly that's not Doctor Who worthy that's like giving that's like giving Clara a boring side story of falling in love with a black guy uh, for uh, for a whole season and like not paying out. Not paying out of the end. Moment of silence for Danny Pink. Yes, indeed. She, he was great. All right. So, so. my number 13, <laughs> my worst Doctor Who Christmas special is The Runaway Bride. This was the debut of Donna Noble. This was the second <laughs> Christmas special really? ever. That's This is my worst. Um, you don't like this with the spiders and everything? <laughs> okay. First of all, I hate spiders. But that <laughs> but has no bearing on this. Feeling. The big thing for me is that... Um, this was still in uh. the span where Tennant was still trying to kind of figure out what his doctor was about. He had just lost Rose, mm-hmm. which I was totally down with. And I like his journey in this episode. Right. It where he great. goes from like in anguish to getting super dark yeah. when he's killing like the Ragnos and her children. Uh-huh. And then Donna has to pull him back. But the biggest... The biggest negative for this episode is Donna Noble for me. Aww. Because this was... And I hate saying that's that true. because no, Catherine no, that's Tate's very, amazing. No, that's and very I true. think she, she actually might be the best companion the 10th Doctor ever had. Yeah. But in this episode... She was just she's so, so annoying. annoying. This is the worst she's ever been. The worst she ever is actually, in the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And it just bothered me that's so much. Fair. It's almost unwatchable and every <laughs> when I sat down to watch all of these through again I watched all these in order I realized I got to this and I was like oh god oh I gotta watch this again uh, so yeah. that is my number 13 Jacob what is your number 12 um, my number 12 is the next doctor okay I interesting love, I love the next doctor I, I think it's a, uh, it's a great it's a great mystery for like the 10th doctor being like Oh, I get a chance to peek up my... Well, it's him kind of breaking the rules because he's like, I feel like this might be a next generation of mine and yeah. I don't know who this is right. or where along down the line this is, but I'm kind of curious to see what if I interfere with myself for just a brief... Let me confirm that it's yeah. me. That's what I kind of love so, the idea of this whole so story. Then what, what's your negative? Why is it so low on your list? Well, it's because I'm. it's the second worst son of David Tennant. Okay. All right. So you're just grading it on that. Yes. Okay. 
So my number 12 is The Christmas Invasion. This was the <laughs> first David Tennant Christmas special. Aww. This was his very Why? first episode as the Doctor. Oh, and I'm going to tell you what. They're, um, first off, watching this again after all of the technical uh, marvels and technical breakthroughs that Doctor Who has had over the years... Watching this and the quality that it was was really hard. Like rewatching this, because I remember loving this episode when I first watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But then going back and like watching this again for this, I was like, this is hard to watch. <laughs> and maybe it's because like after watching Jodie Whittaker's season, like it's so cinematic. Yeah, it's very like J.J. Abrams like lens flares and you know, it's got the widescreen and cinematic lighting. <laughs> Um, but watching this, the quality is like really apparent that they had a low budget for this. Yeah. And then also, David Tennant's barely in it. Like when he's in it, it's great. But most of the time, you're spending with Rose, Mickey, and Rose's mom. And Rose at this point hadn't become the great character that she becomes over the course of the second season for me. Uh-huh. And there's a moment where she's just like sobbing. Because he won't wake up. And I'm like, dude, come on. We're going to spend time with this? Like, it just bothered me. I did love seeing Harriet Jones. I love Prime Minister Harriet Jones. Um, And then the little, you know, the touches of darkness with his character showing that, yeah, he's fun and he's, like, quippy. But he's also, like, there's an underlying, like, Like evil. Like the PTSD from, from the war. That's what I loved about the Ninth Doctor. And seeing this here with him was really, like, the moment where he's, like, you know, no second chances. And then when he is, like, I can... I can take Harriet Jones down with one word. He's like, never mind. I can take you down with six. It's like, doesn't she look tired? Mm-hmm. Or don't you think she looks tired? Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. he's good. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. So I like that. But um, the story really isn't anything to write home about. And uh, this being a really Dr. Light episode kind of uh, lowers it in me for me on the list. So what is your number 11? Number 11 for me is Runaway Bride. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I really liked Runaway. I, I do agree with the Donna aspect, but I think it deserves higher in, Fair. That, in, that, in that sense because of just of, uh, uh, that's just so much fun. The villain is great. The the Christmas star, you know, and everything like that. And the callback right. to this, like, particular moment is very nice later on in, like, Donna's, like, run. Yes. The turn the, left episode. Exactly. Great. So, so I, 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 I pivot this as a really good, like, one. And I agree. Like, Donna's the worst, but I don't think she's that bad in okay. this. I mean, like I said, it's the worst she's ever been in during her time on the show. Right. And she just got so much better. Like, when she popped up in the, what is it, the Epitode episode in the first one? With the, the little fat yeah, yeah, yeah. little doughboys and stuff like them. that. That was so good. And like, then, them communicating yeah, for like through a, the window. Through the windows for like, like five oh, minutes. So, oh, so good. good. It was so good. And, and their relationship, their chemistry just grew throughout yeah. that season. And it was just great to have like a companion that wouldn't fall in love with the doctor. Yes. Like because we'd gotten two seasons so, of that. Exactly. Already. So it's like, can you give us a third where we, we don't she doesn't have to fall in love with him it was like yeah. uh, they were so budding heads and it was great dude and they were best friends they were truly best, best, best friends. friends truly best so friends. that is your number 11 uh-huh. my number 11 is where is it here it is actually the next doctor 
So I... Hey, nice flip around yeah. here. Yeah. So I like the next Doctor. Yeah. I love David Morrissey. Yeah. He's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Such I, a different... I'm from... the Doctor. The one, the only, the best. Like, <laughs> I, I love his energy, and I love the two of them in that Victorian setting. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of a paint-by-numbers story. It doesn't really have a whole lot of... Um, I mean, the whole weirdness with the Cybermen and the Cyber yeah, Queen. I, the you Cyber know, Queen I yeah, didn't like. It was very weird. And it was just... It didn't the, was really... that the giant wooden... Yes, it, the, it, it wasn't was the, the wooden one, but it was the giant Cyberman. It was the giant was Cyberman. Like being controlled by her, but she yeah. was... Yeah. yeah. It was weird. But very I loved fun. the chemistry between David Morrissey and David Tennant and really kind of... Yes. Um, Pushing that mystery of is this the next doctor? Yeah. Do exactly. we know what's going to happen? Yeah, here? exactly. Wouldn't so it be great if like it. he was like fourteen or something? Like yeah, that? something like, like something later far, on, far into the future, for you know? sure. So that is my number eleven. What is breaking into the into the top ten? What is your number ten? Um, my number ten is the Christmas Invasion. The Christmas Invasion. It okay, is, it is the Christmas Invasion. Yeah. Uh, which one was this one? This was the spider, right? right? No, no, no. You, we just talked about the spider. It was it was David Tennant's first episode. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, the Doctor was, Light one. The, 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 yeah, okay. I uh, I think it was. I think this is the. I think this was my favorite out of. Uh, uh, second, I'm sorry. Second favorite out of all of. Really. Out of, of David Tennant because uh, this is his first time to shine. You okay. know, and I thought it was really cool that but he, he said the entire time in bed. Exactly. That's what I think was really great and funny that this episode was really actually carried really well on. Without the Doctor, it very, very, it's very hard to do like a, an episode without the Doctor and right. keep it interesting. Like there's it's a, been done. like there's some, yeah, it's been, yeah. And also, I was gonna say like the uh, there is a like a filler episode like back in the first Doctor's run that led uh. in between like a Dalek serial, and it was completely boring because it didn't involve the Doctors. It was just <laughs> setting up. It was just a prologue setting up for a long serial that was gonna happen right. that involves them. Um, which was cool, but at the same time, I was just like, you know, um, I could have done, this could have been kept out. Like, <laughs> out of all these episodes, these bottle episodes, this would have been bad. Fair. But, but, but this one was really great, just because of, like, regardless of that, when he actually did come out, you were like, oh, okay, here he comes out, guns a-blazing. Yeah. And was able to solve everyone's problem. In his, he had a sore fight. Come on, let's. The doctor was in a sword fight. Let's yes, be real. This true. was awesome. Like space, it was like almost Star Warsy, <laughs> in the, in the sense of just like him battling like another alien for the for the rule of the planet. It was okay. really kind of cool. It was very. It was very kind of independency, but it was if it was Independence Day, but it, if it was done like on Christmas, that makes if that makes any sense. Okay. Come on. That was, that was actually so. Really fun. So my number 10 is <laughs> The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. Oh, yeah. This was the second ever uh, 11th Doctor special. And I rank it so low because the overall story I wasn't really a big fan of. It was basically just like the Doctor shows up at this, you know, this grieving family's, you know, vacation home and takes them to Narnia. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's there's no, like, we've seen this before. And that's yeah. where, you know, the obvious, the, uh, the title comes from. But there is a very key reason why this ranks higher than the ones I previously listed. And that is the relationship between the doctor and the mom. 
Yes. Their chemistry is fantastic from the get go. Very, very lovely. Um, the story of kind of focusing on her dealing with her grief, dealing with the fact that her uh, felt very her Mary Poppinsy, yes. like modern day Absolutely. Mary Poppinsy, you know. Yeah. And her husband, you know, dying in the war oh, and like so having tragic. all that trauma is tragic. But yeah. then you know he. You know, I, makes his way back at the end of the episode, and then the thing that always gets me every time, because uh, they talk about the doctor doesn't understand the purpose behind happy tears. It doesn't make any sense to him. He's like, "Why are you crying if you're happy?" But then at the very in the very last scene, he shows up to the pond's doorstep after having supposedly died in the previous uh, season finale. Oh yeah, 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 and um, apparent according to uh, Amy and Rory, he's been quote-unquote dead for two years mm-hmm. so he let them think he was dead for two years right. and then he's just like he shows up at their doorstep and it's like nothing changed and you know they reveal that like oh we've set up we've had a place for place setting for you at the table every year because of course we did and it's like both of them just welcome him back in yeah. they're heading back in and you see him turn around and go shut the door and he's He's got one happy tear, and he like wipes the tear, and he finally recognizes why, or what the purpose is behind happy tears. And I just, I love that moment. Yeah, so so much. So very good. Yeah. So that is my I'm number learning ten. That lesson. Yeah. So what is your number nine? I always felt like that was like a twelfth Doctor story. Now, like that's fair. It, like I feel like that's something that like the twelfth Doctor should have gone through later know? on in his like, run. Yeah, not, not in like not, season eight. No, doctor, no, absolutely. Where he's like I hate hugging and I kill people. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like no, it wasn't even that. It was just like well, that was never confirmed. So that's uh, uh, not confirmed. Okay. But right. it's uh, but regardless, it was just like he. Uh, yeah, it, it always felt like oh. Uh, you you feel like the nanny type of situation, the unlikely right. nanny. Yes. You know. So anyway, what, uh, what is your number nine? Uh, it's end of time. Really? Yes. That is low. Yes, that's for end a, of time. That's this is only best. I'm going by by ranking of like the best in each doctor. That's okay. What, that's what I'm going by. Oh really? Yeah. That's okay. Really honestly, All what right. I'm going by. This so is why, the best why, out of David. Why Tennant. is this your number nine? This is my number nine, just because of um, well, this is it. This is this was. An emotion. This was an emotional roller coaster. Absolutely I remember this. Was. This was a. This was amazing. This was so much fun, and it was so. It was such a fit. But the thing is, I felt like it was so too good that it was like a fitting end for the end of the show. Okay. Like for sure. Like the way to end the show is like that. This. And Fair. imagine if they just spin offed Doctor Who from here on in. That's what it kind of felt like. <laughs> okay. The, the 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 it never really felt like a continuation of. The original show it was it, and it's fair with like you know with showrunner by showrunner it changed right. you know with Stephen Moffat he went a little more darker and more cinematic and, and more international and right. everything like that but the Russell T. Davis was kind of kooky and like old school when yeah. it's like CGI and uh, and it's getting, CGI star- and get, and getting and like, started and everything yeah. like that and you know working with what you have exactly which was very reminiscent of like the original show they were right. working with exactly what they had and it's like that is definitely an egg whisk at the end and a plunger at the end of a Dalek you know <laughs> yes. like that is that is what they had absolutely and so to see that in the old show is really in the revived show was great and then when it like changed like um uh, showrunners, it just uh, it always felt like it's a spin off of the, the same, pretty much the same show. Fair. It's never been really like the same. So that's why I kind of like rank this kind of like rank with end of time is an end of an era. Okay. It's an end of the Russell T. Davis era that we had wonderfully done, 
mm. for like was it five seasons? Because if it's just like including Christopher technically, Eccleston, technically, should we also talk about the Dickens episode? By the way, of Christopher Eccleston, did we completely forget about that? that? I don't think that counts. You don't think that counts? It wasn't a Christmas special. It does take place at Christmas, though. Yeah, it takes place on Christmas, and it's Dickensian, but it's, but it's not a Christmas special. It didn't air on Christmas. <laughs> That's what we're judging these oh, by. Oh, is that what we're judging? Yes! Oh, is that you what You know you, this! Th- this, is what, uh, this is your rules, eh? This these is, are this the... Is it, these are the is, look at the list it, if you look up on Wikipedia. Is Die Hard not a Christmas movie? Die is, Hard is, of course, is a Christmas not movie. Gremlins also a Christmas movie? That's Iron Man debatable. 3? Iron Man 3 is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> anyway, so my number nine... <laughs> bigger, bigger than Jingle Doll the way. Don't even. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this. Um, my number nine is okay. Voyage of the Damned. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I, again, way too high. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Her, her uh, chemistry with the Tenth Doctor I thought was fantastic. It got you characters that you cared about, the entire supporting cast. It was uh, our first introdu- introduction to Wilf, who ended up oh, being yeah. one of the greatest Doctor <laughs> Who companions ever. Um, <laughs> it's just a really solid episode and an episode again was the spiky of, guy? yes Panacafalata yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I love him okay look, I'd know, give it for that so you know, good he's like one of the best characters yes and while the end is a little bit hokey with the um, with Max whatever his name is the, the, the golden the, tooth and yeah, the wink and the, the wink shine and the golden tooth it's like oh it really does that he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I enjoyed those for sure. But that Ish. is that is my number nine. What is your number eight? Uh, the Snowman. Interesting. Okay. I I love. I I mainly love. So Stephen Wright is one of my favorite actors. Yes. And I'm so happy that he's gotten like, he's gotten a lot bigger now since uh, since his uh, nomination when he did that movie with the, uh, excuse me. Um, What's her name from uh, Ghostbusters and Spy? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa yeah. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. She, when she did that, when he did that movie, um, he also was back in the day. He was also he played the Doctor in the Doctor Who radio That's plays, right. and he also did a special back in the day. That's I can't right. as I, if I can't remember. And was he that was Shada. Yeah, no, it was yes. They did a version yeah, of yeah, Shada yeah, yeah. with him. Yes, yeah. they did. That was okay. like he was like the third iteration That's of right. that. Yes, uh, uh, it was fantastic and. <laughs> Stephen Wright was somebody I was just like, oh yeah, when they teased him in the Stephen Moffat uh, comedy sketch with Rowan Atkinson being the doctor, uh, uh, he became yes. the doctor, and I was like, yes, oh yes, this is the sexy doctor. This would be <laughs> hilarious. This would be so. This is like something that even Jack Hardness would be like, I can't stop. Uh, <laughs> I cannot. You mean like he did with every doctor? Exactly. That he <laughs> but even so, I think that would be funny if like he didn't find him attractive. So, so the whole time he's just like, oh, look at me. And and, and Jack is just like, oh, I, uh, you're uh, not my type. Not my... Exactly. <laughs> and he's just like, what are you talking about? He's like, look at me. And he's like, I'm lick the mirror gorgeous. And he like licks a mirror of himself. You know. So, so the snowman. So the snowman. <laughs> yes. Sorry, getting off track here. No, um, I love the great callback to the great intelligence from the yes. second Doctor. What a great, great villain to come villain. all the way back, voiced by Ian McKellen, by of the way. Of course. It's like, Sir how Ian do you McKellen. get him into the show? Is like, oh, you make him voice this character. Oh, that's fantastic. He corrupts a little boy, and um, that boy ends up turning into Stephen uh, uh, Stephen Wright. Is that right? I, I think I, I hope I've been yeah. saying his name right. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I, I've been not meaning to rhyme. Anyway, let me, um, let me double check that. I'm gonna 
fact check. But yeah, talk more about the snowman. But what was um, really fantastic about that was just like how he became a, a villain later on for the next season. Remember that when he when the mm-hmm. for the Great next intelligence season, kind of became yeah. the overarching villain. Yeah, exactly. When he came back at the end of uh, uh, for the name of the Doctor at the next season, uh, what a great way to Richard tie it e. up. Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. That's right. Not Stephen Wright. Not Stephen Richard Wright. E. Grant. I meant Richard E. Grant. Yes. I knew it. I knew I was saying it wrong. <laughs> but it's okay. Keep, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going. But still, really, really good. Uh, um, fan- fantastic. I, th- I think he's a. He was my highlight for the villain as well as Ian McKellen and just like the the, the idea of also Killer Snowman. How 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 why how fun how fun why hasn't anyone thought of that before? <laughs> and why didn't they think of that with the uh, the two, second Doctor? It felt like such a second Doctor villain. That would be for sure. Instead so of, yeah, so my number eight, right? Yeah, so my number eight is Last Christmas. Oh, nice. Last Christmas, we're diving into the 12th Doctor. This was his first Christmas special. Yeah, it was. It was his first Um, Christmas special. And it's got Santa. Yeah. Santa's in this. Ah, yeah. Played by... um, Nick uh, Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect Perfect casting. So good. (laughs) Um, The fact that this really uh, kind of serves as both a an epilogue for season eight Mm -hmm. with uh, bringing Clara and... uh, the Doctor back together yeah. after they had kind of parted ways with the death of Danny Pink, mm-hmm. with um, the Doctor thinking he found Gallifrey and not having found it. Mm-hmm. It's great, like, bringing them back together. I also like Especially the, for Christmas. Isn't that funny? Christmas. I know, the seriously. The crew that they brought in for that as well um, was really nice. I will say... It gets a little bit too self-indulgent with, like, the Inception, like, dream sequence. It's yeah. a dream sequence. Yeah. It's a dream sequence. With the crabs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the, cra- the, the aliens, like, Inception. crab thing. Yeah, the, in- are, they the, were fine. the Inception crabs. Let's just right. call them that. And I kind of are. wish they had they had not <laughs> reneged on the, uh, the old Clara. Like, him finding her again, and she's, like, an old woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of wish they'd stuck with that, but I get why they didn't. And with Jenna Coleman's, like... Uh, her uh, involvement with Doctor Who kind of up in the air. It was a good yeah. reveal, a good twist. But um, yeah, so for those reasons, it is my number eight. What is your number seven? It's the Doctor, the Wardrobe, and the Widow. Is that what it is? Doctor, or, the Widow, the, the Wardrobe. wardrobe? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's 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 a number eight. That's a number seven. I'm sorry for me. Um, just because I I love everything about that. It, it like I said, it's it felt like a whimsical. Mary Poppins feel like to it uh, that I've always loved about and yeah I, I for some reason it's the most it's almost the most whimsical of all the uh, Doctor Who uh, the the Doctor Who Eleventh Doctor specials like yeah. it's, it's like almost the most whimsical out of all of them for that's me. fair yeah so my number seven is the return of Doctor Mysterio <laughs> I and the, and there's really only one reason for this. It's Superman. It's <laughs> Doctor Who meets Superman. Well, he kind of created Superman. Yes, he creates Superman. <laughs> I remember watching this. Why is with it this higher guys. for you? It's super. Okay, so th- there's a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. Uh, because there, there was. <laughs> I love that you thought I said there was like, a why moment. Is this there not? was a moment where I had this at like number two. Oh, okay. But, like, I had to compare it to the other, like, Christmas specials. I had to compare it to the other Christmas specials because um, 
overall, it's a it's a fun story. It's God, really it's so fun, uh, but it's also super derivative <laughs> of like so many things. <laughs> um, I think of, just like the, cha- of like the change of like him. Um, j- just the Superman mythos um, things we've kind of seen uh, with the Doctor before. I really liked the uh, Superman and Lois Lane stuff. It's yeah. I mean it's top ten for me easily. Um, and Justin Chatwin as this Superman analog, the ghost, was fun too. <laughs> but the villain really doesn't do it for me. Um, being like <laughs> the, you know, the this, brains and yeah, stuff the like brains. That. It's like we already kind of like did yeah. this body snatch thing multiple times before. And we've already dealt with these kinds of villains from like the previous Christmas special yeah. before that, which was like, so it yeah. was a little like okay, fine, like I get it, but it wasn't. If it had been strictly about like Superman and like get or the ghost, whatever, um, <laughs> kind of like absolute power corrupts absolutely and the doctor having to like deal with this like him creating this ultimate super being and like what that does to the rest of the universe mm-hmm. i would have been totally fine it was just the two of them right and maybe our lowest lane analog as well but um overall that's the villain and kind of the plotting really kind of brings it down for me what is your number well, six well real quick oh, uh, no, uh, right. i want to put put in a real plug here is that uh, if you loved this special um there is a Titans comic uh, special book that come uh, that came out that continues the adventures yes. of this called uh, Ghost Stories. It focuses on the Twelfth Doctor coming back to meet the uh, said the character, ghost. the ghost, and his family uh, to travel with him to find the rest of the other gems that he swallowed. And he I and never using, read this. Is this good? It's really good. He uses the gem that's inside the the twelfth doctor uses the red gem that's inside of uh, the ghost to track the other gems that they go and find. And he actually comes across like a villain that's like as powerful as him, and it becomes kind of like his his arch nemesis. His doomsday. Yeah. His yeah. Exactly. His uh, what do you call it? The the bad guy from Superman four. Oh, his, uh, his nuclear man. His nuclear man, yeah. He, he finds a nuclear man. No, no joke. Like, it is some guy that's kind of like nuclear man. Oh, Jesus. And he has, like, uh, a, like he has like a, a skull for a head because it's all nuclear and all that other stuff. Oh, it's so he's really Skeletor. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He in, fights in, Skeletor. In a way, a nuclear Mar- Skeletor. Yeah, it's just like, man, Doctor Who. <laughs> that's the thing. He calls him Doctor Who. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I will say, check that out. If you if you like that special, please check out uh, Ghost Stories, I think it's called. Uh, I think I will. I'm, I'm definitely going to yeah. check that out for sure. Yeah. So, what is your number six? Uh, number six is Christmas Carol. Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Really? I love a Christmas Carol. I'm so surprised this is lower. Oh, this it's is, this, this is, is second. for you. Again, second best out of uh, Matt Smith. For right. Me. So, so you... Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it later. But tell me more about. I really. I well. It's Charles Dickens. It's, I yes. Let's let's be real. Classic. One of the, the best. This probably the second best Christmas story that other than a Christmas story uh-huh. is uh, a Christmas Carol. It's right. The lesson that we always learn and what we always appreciate every year and everything like that. Though it and, really and bothers done, me that other adaptations don't include the Muppets and like that's a classic Charles Dickens it is no it is in that story it is absolutely and the fact that and they, the people who don't appreciate the shows exclude yeah, the Muppets exactly okay. who are a huge part of that story yeah fuck those people <laughs> fuck those people who don't include that because that is un, that's unrealistic we're looking at you FX and your 
Guy Pierce <laughs> show that you've <laughs> hey, got that's going pretty on good. Right Don't now. you be like knocking that as well. No Muppets. Zero out of ten. Oh come on. Zero out of ten. Oh, no Muppets. On. Really? You even think like the Alistair Smith? Anyway, we're getting way off. Anyway, today. yeah, you're the, right. The, the point of like this. So you don't like this one? No, no. For, I, you, for you, no you, Muppets. You're gonna. You're, you're gonna I'll, what if what if see. this what if you'll this see special, where this ranks? Well, here, how about this? No, what if the aliens they were communicating were Muppets and they were like on the ship and, <laughs> and they were just like it's just these Muppets running around and like yeah exactly and they're trying to help them and the, that and, would have only and they had to deal with a Muppet Scrooge so like oh, Dumbledore oh Dumbledore was in a Muppet suit no, and voicing this you character had to have Michael Gambit like like it was you Michael Gambit voicing this character that looked like him but it was like a Muppet version of him how funny would that be wouldn't that be great would have been incredible okay fine. But yes, I love this special because, well, yeah, also, like, it was Dumbledore. Michael Gambon pretty much, uh, as a bad guy, I've never, I've always wanted to see him. And he gets to play the ultimate version of Scrooge, in, he, in his opinion. And that's really cool. I think that's fantastic. And uh, this is this is a special that I always sit down to watch every year, too, because it's like, it is it is technically a Christmas carol. Absolutely, it yeah. is. Uh, the... the the ending of it and, and uh, the tricking oh, yeah. of the the tricking of his younger self seeing uh-huh. his future self become like so, so much like his father good. is so powerful to the point where he like he even almost backhands I up. up I teared up it was awful I tear up every time I watch it every that. time it's just so beautiful and right. so well done and it's incredible how like it, it again it goes back to that like Doctor Who is so fairy tale-y that mm-hmm. it, it's, it's amazing that this didn't pop up in the 30 years of of uh, Doctor Who prior, of, yeah, Doctor Who classic that yeah. that 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 this could have popped up any time, and it's nobody true. ever thought of that. So that was really cool. So my number six is let me see here. My number six is the Snowmen. Okay, uh, we talked about it's it bad. before. The the great intelligence, uh, Richard E. Grant is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The the Posternator gang. Is oh, that's so right. <laughs> so good. Strax is a treasure. Why was that never a side, like a side, like spinoff show? I feel like they were getting ready to do. They were that. trying to. There do There were that. rumors about it for a while. I would have much rather watched that than the class. class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no shade on class. Salute. Thank you. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, we're gonna drink. Mm-hmm. No, no offense to Schwarz. No offense to no offense they to class. They did really good. They it tried would, their it best. Was, yeah, they did. And but the I only, just could not care about any yeah, of those characters. Me neither. It was so bad. The only part I cared was in the first episode, and that was only to see the the twelfth Doctor. Yep, it's true. And that was it. But yeah, overall, I love this. But the big selling point for me in this episode is Clara. Clara wow. Oswin Oswald. This is the Clara I wish we had gotten. Yeah. Like a lot of people talk about, um, you know. Whether you love Clara as a companion or not, I personally do. Uh, this is, I think, un- you can't argue that yeah. this would have been the better version mm-hmm. of the character to bring along with the Doctor throughout that season. Yeah, um, her just being like the uh, the Victorian era like um, companion that would always yeah, be like just up being like, like, whoa, the, what's what's the, all this the saucy technology, the saucy wench, you know, Dude, in, in the, the bar oh and everything. Like, the like, sexual be so tension between the did two. Did they of ever them? get it on, Matt Smith and no. her? Did do you think they ever get it on? Because, oh, you because, mean the actors? Yes, 
Probably. <laughs> I mean, the sexual tension you can cut with that, a knife. That was the especially episode. in this episode. Yeah, in this when episode. they're when they're like about to climb up the ladder, <laughs> and she goes like, "Ice, like ice front boy, like you're going up first. He's like, "My eyes were always front." She goes, "Mine aren't." And he looks back down, and she's staring right at his ass. <laughs> I'm like, so it's so good. Like their their whole. Uh, <coughs> Their whole chemistry is amazing. The mm-hmm. fact that this is a this is an eleventh Doctor who just lost the pawns yeah. and has been kind of exiling himself, not just doing to anything, heal. Just, just to, to heal, heal. Yeah. emotionally. And he comes across this girl who reminds him of Souffle Girl, and yeah. it, and he even says he's like, I don't know why, I just know who. And I love that aspect. I love that concept of the character that he never chooses the companion. The companion almost chooses him. And this... Always that fate. It's always that fate. You go on a full roller coaster with this episode and it's so well done and a perfect... Okay, I'll say a near perfect because it's not in my top five. It is a near perfect (laughs) uh, Christmas special. So what is... We're breaking into the best of the best... Top five. Top what five. is your number five? My top five is Time of the Doctor. Okay. Time. Talk to me. A Time of the Doctor. Chat me up. Let's be real. Matt Smith never had a better swan song because he had just finished the 50th anniversary. Correct. And that was mainly focused on him because yes. of because like, oh, he was the dri- he was the current guy and he was the one that was driving the force of everything that was going on. Right. Um. And then to leave right after that, it was just like okay, goodbye, and it was like. The sweetest thing. It was the, the sweetest goodbye of just like spending the time defending a world for so long. Thousands waiting, of years. Thousands of years. No, was it thousands of years? It, it grew to be thousands of years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because of uh, fucking Clara. Because it was yep. Clara. Is no, so it was good. his choice. No, yeah, it was his choice. But, but at the same time, it was like Clara, if Clara didn't like go back to the TARDIS, the the TARDIS would have arrived sooner a lot sooner well he that. sent her away and that then, was his fault yeah exactly but but it was still fantastic because of just like he spent all that time he he knows he t- can't regenerate anymore he's willing to die he's willing to give he's up he's willing to die he's willing to die yeah. now he's, and he's on Trenzalore he's on like, Trenzalore heard whispers of this throughout exactly. the exactly after all of this and everything and like even his former self knows about this place yep um, it's it's a long time coming, and he's just accepted it. Mm-hmm. And then the Time Lords just say, nah. "Here's a whole new regeneration it's just, cycle." It's just yeah, it's just like yeah. fine for whatever you've done, for what you've done for us, and we're still alive for it. Yeah, we'll we'll grant you some the power of what, what we of our immortality that we have. And it's like yeah. yes, yes, there's more of this, more Doctor, more, more Who. Doctor Who, more Doctor Who. Also, this is like. One of my favorite moments of my... I'm going to be biased. This is like one of my favorite moments of uh, my favorite Doctor. Mm. And that's that's when he pops up in this at the end of this special. The very end, the regeneration. Yes. It's a great regeneration story. It's so good. The final speech... And I remember, again, shout out to Juan and Brendan. And I watched this with them. Um, the final speech that Matt Smith gives in this episode, talking about how we all change when you think about it. 
We all change. We're all different people all throughout our lives. Mm -hmm. Like, I was sobbing. (laughs) I was openly crying. I was so sad. Because, like, and it's so true. And that's a lesson that I've really, um, that I've kind of carried with me. And that's, at the end of the day, these fictional characters that we put so much stock into, how they influence your life and how they change your life and your perspective really is the mark of those characters on your life. Exactly. And this idea of, like, you got to keep moving. It's fine. Like, we're all different people. Like exactly. the person that you are right now is not the person you were five years ago. And that's mm-hmm. okay. But as long as you remember all the people you used to be. And that last line where he's just like, I will not forget one line of this. I will always remember when the doctor was me. I just breaks my heart every <laughs> time I watch this. It's so, so good. Him taking off the bow tie too. Oh. And just like staring at it before he's just done. So good. And that was like the quickest regeneration we The ever quickest got. regeneration just we like ever got. just like he sneezed. Wasn't that what it was? <laughs> yeah, was that's it? true. And he's an old man with angry eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was our first. And I, I'm going to say this was a big deal for me because I, when this, uh, when this story came out, I had kept myself spoiler free all year. Oh, really? I did not know who Matt Smith was going to change. Oh, really? Into. You didn't know? I didn't know. Oh, man. I, I knew. Was Even so, I knew that. I was so intent because I wanted it to be a surprise. It was my first regeneration. My first live well, regeneration well, that is, I was going to get to you, see. You get to, like, yeah, be re- uh, live watch with, yes. in real time with the show. You were, they like, announced in real Peter time Capaldi around, like, August, I yeah, think. Yeah, they always do And that. I remember, like, I knew because I knew it was going to be at this Doctor Who celebration. So the second that they announced it, social media blackout. <laughs> I wasn't on any You're social media like, nope. for months. Wow, months. That's and four I was months like, right there. I was like, I'm not going to get spoiled. I do not want to spoil. And thank you. A quick shout out to everyone in my life <laughs> who was a Doctor Who fan at that point and who just like, did oh, not dude. tell me, who let me find out. On my own terms, I am indebted to you forever because that experience of getting to see like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, who's he going to turn into? What what are we going to get? And then boom, angry old man. I'm like, ah, ah, okay. All right, I don't know what's going to happen Did you know who he was? Yeah, I knew who he was. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd watched Torchwood. I'd, okay. I oh, yeah, that's right. Because he was the, in uh, the Pompeii episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and I've seen him in other things. He's a great actor. That Peter Capaldi's episode, incredible. That episode is so prolific in that fucking the show. Pompeii? The Pompeii episode. episode so because good. so many people have come from that fucking so episode. Oh, good. And it's not just Peter Capaldi. It's also Karen Amy. Dillon. Yeah, yep. exactly. They all got their start from that one little episode. And mm-hmm. it's so crazy. But uh, yeah, so but yes. that is a fantastic episode. A How, great regeneration. Like so, you so were you were just like, why this angry old man all of a sudden? I didn't know, but I was in. Just him just going like kidneys. I've got your kidneys. I was like the color, and you're like, what is this? Oh, he's got a Scottish accent. I'm down. Just one question. Do you happen to know how to fly this thing? Like, I love... And then the look on Clara's face was like, oh, fuck. Like, and it was really legit. Like, the... The um the regeneration from nine. It was to so 10. sad because like after everything, he, like even he said he was just like I won't forget you or any of this and everything. And then immediately he's he just like forgotten everything. Everything's gone. Just and it was really it was it echoed a lot of the uh, the tenth doctor or the ninth doctor to the tenth doctor regeneration where we really our eyes and ears into this experience through this regeneration was the companion. Right, Clara, just like Rose, we were watching who this new doctor might be through her eyes. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. Yeah. 
So that's your number five. That is my number My five. number five is another regeneration story. Ooh. That being the end of time. Ooh, yay. Number five's end of time. This was my first big, like, oof. Like with this, this is harsh. This, this is this, this is the most sentimental out of all of them. Especially much. when you've watched the uh, the specials leading into it. Yeah, um, Waters of Mars, lost. the next Doctor, mm-hmm. um, the other one, <laughs> the the one with the uh, the uh, thief. Uh uh oh uh, um, oh God, it's not the. <laughs> that's uh, amazing I, how can I not remember this I don't know you don't said know. the waters of Mars and I thought that was what it was called no it was um, it was something, something else something dust no okay wait 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 wow that's so funny I can't uh, let, let me I'm looking this up right now um, da, 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 the end da, of da, it da, da. I don't know it's no it's a uh, it's the next, next doctor um, waters of Mars uh, the plant, no, planet of the dead. Planet of the planet dead. Planet of the dead. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, okay. With Michelle Ryan as the uh, the thief, the, the Catwoman, yeah. basically. Like um, the Doctor needed a Catwoman. I was like, I'm down. Let's do the why rest of his he, run with why this. Would the Doctor need a Catwoman? I, I didn't better, care. It would be better if that's River. That's that's already River. I don't care. God, I don't oh, care. Oh God. Uh, this was before River was well established. But even still, you were just like, uh. but uh, but yeah, I I. Um, I went into this knowing. I was like, okay, this is going to hurt. <laughs> I recognize this. Um, I see I'm just ready that. for this. And just I was not up. ready. <laughs> uh, the Return of the Master was fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, John Sims continues to be an incredible piece of this show. Um, I really also dug his uh, The Tenth Doctor's relationship with Wilf. Absolutely. I wish we had gotten an entire season really? of the Doctor and Wilf. Just it's, old man just running behind David Tennant like, what the hell is going on? Exactly. Like, uh, not knowing anything. It's really funny because, you know, the history of that actor has been that he was in one of the one, one of the two actual Hollywood movies that were released about Doctor Who. One was with, starring Peter Cushing. One of them was called Doctor Who... And the Daleks, which was based on the first serial of uh, the classic show. Right. And the second one was called Daleks Invasion Earth 2150-something AD. Nice. And he was the one in that. He played a commissioner in that. that Interesting. Got, that got transported that. as a companion in the Doctor's travels huh. into the future of this Dalek invasion movie. And it's great. It's really good. Right. So he's the same. So like his history with Doctor Who is that Steve. he play, yeah. is like deep from from this time, and uh, he's still alive, right? He's yes. still yeah. Oh my God, we need to bring him back. Bring him back, please, for, sure. for God's sake. But yeah, and I I absolutely... I totally agree with the full season. By the way, that would be so for sure. It'd be, be so funny. That was so funny. Can you picture? I yes, mean, and and I mean in the uh, in the newest series, Graham kind of fills that role of being the old man who's kind of dealing with stuff, and that's one of the reasons I love Graham. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Wilf had this like wistful like he he loved the doctor like a son. Yeah. He really truly did. Yeah. And the moment when, you know, he's able the doctor is able to send the time lords back and he's like, I'm alive. Like he's like, yeah, I, I escaped. Did it. I did this. And then you hear And you just drink I remember just watching this and going you just like No. <laughs> Just no. Just started crying, and he, you know, the doctor turns around, and Wilf is trapped in that radiation chamber. He's like, he's hey. like hey, uh, you, you can let me out. And the doctor looks at him, and he's like, 
course. <laughs> of course you just had to get stuck. And I kind of love his, like, raging against the dying of the light moment. Mm-hmm. Where he's just, he's you know... Like, I he, could have been he, he so gets, much more! angry. Because yeah. Wolf is just like, you know what? I'm an old man. I've had my time. He's like, well, of course. Exactly. Like, who even are you? Yeah. Like, me... Like, I've lived so I, much. It's like, I could have done... And I love that. Yeah. I could have done so, so much more. more. Yeah. So much. Like, I... I I tear up every time <laughs> because you really feel that there was a lot of ground left for David Tennant yeah. as the doctor. Like he wanted to keep going. Like he, he, cho- he could have. He ultimately going. chose to leave. No, yeah, but like he could have. He could have been there for ten years. Yeah, we could have been like still doing. Like, we could still be doing David Tennant Christmas yeah. specials. No, we totally would um, be. But I, I think it's just it is. It might be the best. Uh, regeneration story. It it would be a toss up. We'll we'll have to do regeneration stories at some point. Yes, we will actually. Um, yeah, but it I already just have my him, favorite. just him, just like oh, yeah. just like raging against it. Save because of course he's gonna save Wilf. You know, he, even if he's just like you're just an old man, like you're just a human. I there's so much I can do. You know, yeah. he's gonna save him, and he knows it, and that's why he's so angry. <laughs> Because he knows there's not a single reality where he would let Wilf die to save himself. And so he saves him. And then we get this beautiful sequence where he goes and he sees every single companion he's ever run with. And I, oh, it hits you. Every it's, single it's person. Harsh, right, yeah. Every single person. The survivor went, from Voyage of the Dam hooks dude, up. Dude, when he hooks up with Jack, Jack. And he's like, his like, name is Alonzo. <laughs> and he gets that little salute. Yeah. Um, see, so see, cute. Seeing that Martha and Mickey got together. Yeah. Loved that. Loved that. Um, and then we get this final scene where Rose Tyler and her mom are uh, coming home on Christmas Eve of 2004. Yeah, um, it's about to start 2005, and you know Rose's mom goes inside and she looks and she sees the tenth Doctor in this corner. Well, he like get hurts. He's yeah, like, audibly he's like dying. He's, he's dying, dying. But there's like a moment where he just like, know, like he's like seizure. He just like because he just wanted she, to watch. Yeah, he just wanted to see her one last time. Yeah, and, and then, then she she's just like, and like she oh. like starts talking to him, and he's like, "What year is this?" She's like, "November the f- or January the first, 2005," and he goes. I think you're going to have a really great year. Like, I cry every time. <laughs> every time. And they get that final moment where she runs off and he like has, he staggers back to the TARDIS. They're playing this amazing music. The, uh, this, uh, the, this anthem to yeah, like the, the end um, of him. The, it's like what, some hymn. It's no, like what, the Doctor's hymn. What are the aliens called? The, um, oh, the Ood. The yeah. Ood. The Ood the is like talking. Are like giving scene. them this amazing serenading. Yeah. And he, gets into the TARDIS, he tosses his coat. coat down, and the regeneration energy is starting to boil around him, and he looks up at the camera, and there's this moment where you just see this fear in his eyes. Because he talked about earlier in part in part one, his fear of dying. Yeah, He talks about, you know, some new man goes sauntering away, and I'm dead. Yeah. Like, that's it for me. And you feel his fear. You really do. Mm-hmm. And this moment where it like closes up the music swells and he goes i don't want to go and it just <laughs> boom it explodes like we get this amazing just the tardis is catching on fire explosion um, and then we get matt smith oh, man. and i love this post-regeneration moment with matt smith he's like <laughs> he's like okay legs i still got legs <laughs> and he's like hair eyes 
I'm a girl. Yeah, he's like, he looks at long. His hair is like, I'm a girl. And he checks. He's like, no, 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 I'm not a girl. Yeah. And I'm still not ginger. Yeah, like, to see his hair. I love yeah. that. And then you know we get this. You know the TARDIS is crashing, and we get a jump. something. I'm forgetting. There's he's something. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm someone. I'm, 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 I'm boom, boom, crashing. Yeah. And he's and he, you know pulls back on the TARDIS controls and he shouts his famous Geronimo line and then we're jumping into a whole new era. So it's a great send-off and a great opening into a next age yeah. for that character. Right. So, long-winded. That is my number five. What is your number four? Last Christmas. Okay. Really? Yes. You would put this above end of time. So let me tell you something. Tell me something. I me love Santa Claus. <laughs> You're, he's I cur- love. For, for those of you who are listening in right now, he is currently sitting <laughs> in a Christmas sweater with a Christmas lights necklace <laughs> draped around his neck and a Santa hat. I love, I love, I love Santa. I, I really, I cannot iterate how my obsession, my obsession with this character. You know, with there, there'll have to be a time when we talk about like our pitch it version of like Doctor Who, but, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, one of my favorite things that I wanted to do with uh, with my doctor was to make him see Santa Claus. Like I was thinking of going to a world that's like like the Grinch kind of style, where a world that Santa Claus exists and he gets kidnapped. And by he an gets to meet the Who's. Yes, exactly. And he gets to be the Doctor of the Who's. Yes, they call they call him <laughs> Doctor Who. That's what they. I was thinking, and they all speak in rhyme. That was the one thing I want this special to be all nothing but rhyme. Oh, I and wish Capaldi so, could have been there for this. Yes, this is what I oh wanted so badly. Um, uh, I think it would be great, but 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 like. The minute I heard that Santa Claus was going to be in the special, I was just like, yes, a thousand percent already. This is the best Christmas special. This is what I've been wanting. I've been wanting this for so long because I don't care what you do. It's Doctor Who. I don't care if he's an alien. I don't care if he's like an illusion. And uh, spoiler alert. But um, it's. I was just so happy that you, you couldn't have made it even more better for me, let alone cast it as Nick Frost. Yeah, who is pitch perfect. It's just perfect for this cast. I love the, the tangerine bits and stuff yes. like that. It was so funny. Um, the Also, this also had one of my favorite moments with Peter Capaldi. It was just like, oh, it, like where the guys are describing what the aliens are like. And it's like, oh, they're a lot like the aliens from Alien. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, what? And it's just like the yeah, alien. The aliens. Yeah, the horror movie, Alien, like from Aliens. And he's like, that's really offensive. No wonder people Everyone, keep invading yeah, you yeah, and like, everything. You have a horror movie about aliens. That's really offensive. Yeah. Like, no wonder people keep trying to invade you. It's like, like seriously. It's just, like, so great. Um, I I loved the the thing from the out of, from another world aspect. That's what it kind of yes. felt like. It was just this, this alone Arctic yes, world, you know? absolutely. Um, Good shout. And uh, I, I love... I love that kind of bridging of like horror aspects. You know, seeing seeing Santa Claus on a, a like in in the uh, thing it's like, from it's, a horror yeah, movie like, sci fi. It's, like it's Santa like Claus so, in the thing. It's yeah, exactly. Like, it's so good. I, I if he had a flamethrower, it would have been make it even so much better. It would have been so fucking cool. Um, and he just like burns them off of their faces and everything like that. That would have been great. But but yeah, this is just up there because like this this had like a great way of working. A fictional character that I thought would I would never see in this show. Fair. Um, and a great way of putting him in it. Agreed. Like I, wouldn't, I couldn't have picked a better way. So <laughs> that is your number four. My number four is 
Twice Upon a Time. Yeah, what? How dare you? Twice Upon a Time is my number four. Oh, wow. It is an incredible story. Oh, man. It really is. This this is is hurting. It uh, it is is so good. The the ultimate bridge from uh, New Who to Classic Who. Yes. Having, Having the first Doctor afraid to go through his first regeneration. And the twelfth Doctor afraid to go through his first regeneration. Pitch perfect. Right. Having Mark Gaddis mm-hmm. play spoilers the br- the brigadier's father. father. Fucking loved. Yeah. Fucking loved. Yeah. Um, he's. It's just so good getting to also see you know the classic TARDIS. How um, the the time of, vortex. How of the times the first Doctor is. Oh right? yes, he, he looks at Bill and he's just like. Well, obviously, he's been missing you. The dar- the TARDIS hasn't been cleaned in forever. And it's like, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that anymore. Like, it's so funny. If I hear another bad word from you, madam, it's going to be a good smack bottom. And it was like, whoa. It's like, yes, this is amazing. This is everything I needed right now. And it really I cannot stress how fucking great that is. It's just like. So good. It's just getting, of all people, of just like, why don't. Well, we had this really great guy that played a doco drama version of the first Doctor in an incredible film. Yes, an adventure through space and time. If you haven't seen it, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you probably have seen it, but you should watch it again. Yes, like I watch it every year for Christmas because that's when it came out, dude. It is a. It's so good. It is incredible. It's one of the few like Doctor Who things that I like that I bought like hard copy. Oh, you actually got this? Oh, I have it in the DVD form at home. Because it's so good, and that it's so good. Oh yeah, and and bringing him back to play William Hartnell's Doctor, yeah, is just such brilliant. a good shot. It's just brilliant, and, and I love the way they explain it away why he looks different. The Twelfth Doctor is just like, yeah, you're in the middle of your regeneration. Your face is all wonky. Yeah, it's like, exactly. sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief. Exactly. Sure, sure, let's do it. It doesn't have to be, but all right, yeah. sure. We'll just pull the elephant from. Just explain the elephant in the room. <laughs> Who cares? Nobody cares. But I, um, I agree. I, I, I feel like, um, well, it's also like very fitting for like how the. First and twelfth, you know, it's like like the the hands of a clock, you know? right? It's, it's true. just like full circle from here on in. It was very well niched um, to explain also what happens to the. This also broke up some continuity error about why the Doctor was not around during the time of his first regeneration. Well, this explains it. Like during that time that he was not in it in that in in the the serial as much. It was not only because William Hartnell was on his last legs and dying, right. but it was also because this little adventure was this going adventure on was happening dur- during, during that, that time. Yeah, and I re- I remember just when the rumor was coming around that they might bring David Bradley back to be the first Doctor. I immediately was just like, I need a moment where they just talk to each other about how scared they are to regenerate, <laughs> and we get that. It's so. So good. She, he he talks to Bill about it. Yep. Yeah, he talks to Bill about it. They talk to each other about mm-hmm. it. There's a moment where you know it's like, and then we get the um, the Silent Night. Oh yeah. That scene. Oh my god. What so a great way good. to work in like one of the so most histories good. like human where, where the moments. doctor's like I just I forwarded time a couple hours on any other day it wouldn't matter but on this day it does and it's just like, and it's oh, like oh my god this is so good guys it's just it's incredible it is a, a fantastic story Especially a great yeah. send off yeah. for Peter Capaldi as well exactly and I'm sure I'm assuming we're going to be talking about it more later so I'll leave it there 
but what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Return of Doctor Mysterio. Nice. Um, let's be real. This is the this is as close to a perfect adaptation of Superman you can get to. Like this is <laughs> wait a we, second. No, like like until what we hear from you. But but at the same time, uh, this didn't we all like have like moments where we were watching this and uh, like the time. Remember when he was like in school and he couldn't look at anybody. He just yeah, had his he, face down. He's like I'm just X-raying time. through he's, everything, and, and it's like and the doctor's like. What? And it's just like, I can't do it. It's like, hey, his what's his name? It's like Ian or whatever. It's yeah, like, it's hey, like, Ian. Like the cute girl passes by and is like, hey, Trisha, nice to you. And he's just looking <laughs> yeah. further and further down into yeah. his pants. And then all of a sudden he's like, what, what's wrong? And it's like, all of a sudden he starts levitating. Yeah. And uh, it's it's so good. It was like all these like, it's like how wholesome do you make a guy to be like pretty much essentially uh, a superhero? Right. Um, and it, it shows in this like very very easy special that i really enjoyed also this is like you know him returning this is also the special right after you know capaldi's been off all this time he's been he was off for a whole year Mm -hmm. like from the last christmas special um he he had just come back from that uh previous one and he was like all right i'm ready to wrap all this up and everything and in my time um and i have been itching so badly for this special because of just like what are we gonna follow through and when they announce it it's like what is like, what, what is, is this, this gonna be yeah what is this uh, what's this whole Miss Doctor Mysterium we thought it was like that was the name of the superhero yeah right? yeah but, but then but, you come to find out he calls himself Doctor yeah, Mysterium exactly which is great. it's like fantastic and it's so funny and it still makes me wonder it's like why didn't he just call himself Doctor Who if he's just been liking <laughs> the name Doctor Who this whole time uh, but this was higher up there because of um i love the play between the lois lane the the, the lois and clark play yeah, between the great. two of them it's just so good it's they're so really, very genuine really and pretty like i said this this felt like a perfect like almost a perfect like superman uh story but like a, the doctor intervening a, yeah. a super like a comic yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes, like it felt, felt like a comic book, but it's just like, oh, the doctor's here. And it's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't be in this. I've been busy with something else. I'm, don't let me intervene with your comic book yeah. here. The whole time, I was just like, this is this is really funny. And like I said, um, what's even better is like the, the comic that follows up this this story, which is Ghost Stories. Right. It's, and, and it just, just rang true. Because he, they do find these other gems and everything like that and put it together and like the doctor uses them. And it's just... It's just um, if you're a big fan of superheroes, this is like a great like yeah, great. little Christmas special, yeah. you know. Great one-off story. Also, sure. this was like one of the coolest moments for the Twelfth Doctor at the end of it, uh, when uh, when uh, the bad guy, the alien bad guy, holds up a gun to the Twelfth Doctor and is like, "So you think this is over?" And he's just like, "Yep, zap, disarms his gun. <laughs> yeah. Your plans ruin." Your, your, your thing is done and like look and there's like helicopters and like that's unit that's been called that's pretty much going to take you guys away yeah. I'm done here I'm got to go home and it's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just mic drops like totally like owns this one little alien that was like with a gun even and just yeah. like going like hey you think you can stop me and he's just like yeah uh, we're, yeah, we're done here Thanks, pal. yeah Mic drop, I don't even need to do anything, and I'm gone. <laughs> Seriously, it was so cool. It is a great story. Yeah. So that is your number three. My number three is Time of the Doctor. 
Uh-huh. So I have all of my regeneration stories right, <laughs> right in a row. At the top. Um, I love this story. It's really, yeah. really good. Again, this was my first big uh, regeneration that real I time. saw in real time. Yeah, same here. And uh, it was everything that I wanted it to be. The story of him staying for Christmas. Um, getting, the town called Christmas. The town called Christmas. Having the truth field. Yeah. Um, having the... Uh, g- giving us kind of answers in maybe in like a sloppy way, but giving us yeah. answers throughout for... Um, for all of Matt Smith's tenure as the doctor, uh, telling us who the silence were, the yeah. church, um, all that stuff. And then really, of course, boiling it down to the who doctor is behind versus the, the Daleks. Uh, yeah, and who was behind like the, the crack. The crack, crack in the, the wall time. from the yeah. very first season yeah. that Matt Smith was, uh, was ever the star of. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. Uh, Matt Smith and Clara... Or Matt Smith and Jenna Coleman's are so chemistry. hot. In this. They're so <laughs> good, and by that no, by that I mean they're like so on fire. They're so and good. They're, yeah, like, they're, they're like on they're top of it. They're comfortable with each other. Like their comedy is great. Yeah. Um, the rest. I, lo- of I love the, the wig chick- reveal. The, the turkey. Yeah. I love the when they shaved. Uh, oh, he shaved head his head he for first doing a movie. Yeah, yeah, he was doing a movie, and they finally they worked it in, which yeah. I thought was fantastic. Very funny. Um, I loved then, I loved him her introducing him as like their as the boyfriend. boyfriend, and he's like he's naked, but they don't they they're yeah. the only ones that see it. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, did you not program their eyes? He's like, he's like I should probably cast the little uh, the projection Onto to their them. eyes too. It's like, oh, so you think so they can all see that you're naked right now? He's like, yeah. And then her grandma's super thirsty. She's like, are we gonna play Twister now? <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, grandma. <laughs> uh, uh, classic grandma. Classic grandmas. But yeah, it's it's a great story. Yeah. I love again the um, the regeneration speech, is incredibly uh, emotional when they yeah. brought back Amy. Oh yeah, for that moment mm-hmm. when she says, "Raggedy man, good night." I bawled my fucking eyes out. I was, oof, so good, so, so good. good. So that is my number three. What is your number two? Oh, man, this is it's tough. This was tough. We're down to the, and, we're and this down was only because here. like this was um, this was a fitting end to a character arc that I didn't see that I wasn't expecting to get, mm-hmm. uh, and that is the husbands of Riz- River Song interesting is because of i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it this is almost also my number two. Oh, really yes yes uh, yes let's see yeah so let's let's gush about okay. this about this story um what's not to love about this incredible story from just from the beginning of just from the get-go from just the beginning of like my favorite is the the, the, the doctor is so grumpy and not in a christmas mood that the tardis is just, almost forcing christmas on him and, and puts like the the, the yeah. reindeer ear on Nardole him. Like, opens the door he's like is there something on my head he's like yeah there's, there's like the, antlers like, it, what is it describe it and he's like uh, it's antlers is what they're antlers and he goes back inside and he's just like you like, are a space and time machine and I am not pro- and I'm not you are not programmed to like make me all cheery during Christmas time or so and it doesn't it go like oh, and like some sort of like little sound and then like all of a sudden he doesn't have it anymore <laughs> It's like, what is it? And it's like, are you the surgeon? And it's like, close, close enough. What do you want? Yeah. And it's like, oh well, I'm looking for a surgeon and like uh, all this stuff and already thrown into a loop. 
Yep. It's a typical doctor getting into shenanigans. Under false pretenses. Exactly. And we finally get to see what River is like when the doctor isn't around. Yes. Which I love. It's so good. She's so manipulative. And, and like... And how often does she always run into the TARDIS when he's not yeah, there? Yeah, she says, she's like, yeah, we'll just take the TARDIS. And he's like, well, you can't just take the TARDIS. Exactly. He would, the doctor would notice. And she's like, he hasn't any of the other times. And it's like, is- <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, excuse me? This is why River is his Catwoman. That's what it, it's always been It's me in this, in this scenario. Except it's for just- the real Catwoman. No, that's played by Michelle Ryan. That is not her. In Planet of the Dead. She's just nothing but a doctor. woman. She's just nothing Whoa, but a, hey. a woman thief. Hey. A, a human woman thief is what I meant to say. <laughs> Keep digging your hole. I meant Keep digging a your human. Hole. A human. Keep giving her qualifiers. He's an alien, anyway. She's a person. The closest thing to it. She is a person. That's what I meant. <laughs> How dare you? That's not what I meant. <laughs> there was more into this Miller life than I thought there was, and uh, that's why I'm drinking water. But. Uh, the, no, I just thought like there in somebody that's close like with such history as him. They are the perfect match. They are perfectly other. like well suited. And with it each was other. always kind of weird because um, uh, River, the the actress Alex mm-hmm. um, King uh, Kingston. Alex Kingston, yes, um, love her. She's incredible. Yeah, she always seemed a little too old. For Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, it also had to do with Matt Smith being the baby doctor. Yeah. But, like, putting her with Peter Capaldi was such a good shout. And it calls all the way back to um, Silence in the Library. Yes. Where she sees David Tennant's doctor and she's like, you're so young. Exactly. And he's like, I'm really not. She's like, no, but you are. Yeah. And it's like, you have no idea, pal. You, you have got no, no idea. idea. You and have no like idea what's and just the entire time that the, that River's like running around with her companion yeah, being the Doctor, exactly. Um, and then we get possibly one of the greatest Doctor Who moments in the entire well, series. Well, hold on, let's talk a little bit more of how this connects with the, the library like scene because Go for that's it. my that's the reason why I love this episode. Which is just sure. like, oh, we're we we're, finally get that story. We're getting the story in Sounds of the Library. She the says, minute- "The last time I saw you, you showed up." On my doorstep with a new haircut and a, and a and brand a, new coat and a new coat. Wasn't no, it? it was like an, a in, new suit. In your best a new, suit and a new suit. haircut. Yes, exactly. And you took me to the singing towers of Derillium and yeah. you gave me the sonic screwdriver and you cried. And it's like, okay, so we have all of those events that have to happen. Yeah. And there were a couple moments during Matt Smith's run, little like um, internet exclusive shorts where it's like okay we're going to the singing towers and it's like oh is that when it's happening yeah but we never got a definitive moment yeah of them actually going and we get to tell the story and with with this was just like you knew instantly why what was going to happen from just like just um when river first sees uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor and just goes like uh, she doesn't recognize she, she doesn't recognize like, him at who, all. She, she's like, who, says, who are you? And, and he specifically says he's, he's like, like he's like he's not even wearing a suit. He's like, he's like this is a my, suit. I just got a new suit. haircut. This is my best suit, and I just got a haircut. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, <gasps> and I didn't catch that. You didn't catch when I first that. Watched it. Yeah, yeah. I was when I, I first watched it. I was like, my head. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. But when they're crashing the ship near the end, they're like, yeah. oh, those are the singing towers of Derillium. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> like, but right from the beginning. But this this episode gives me one of my favorite and one of the greatest Doctor Who moments ever oh. when they enter the TARDIS for the first time. 
Oh, River yeah. goes wait, in wait. and he goes. And she's like, oh, but no, wait, no, goes, what she says to him. Yeah, she, well, she, she goes she in and she's like, oh, by so, the way. It's, it's not as snug as it looks from the outside. And he and goes, he's just like, wait a minute. Finally. <laughs> and Nardo like, looks at him like, what? And he looks at him just knowing he's like, it's my go. <laughs> yeah. And he goes and he's like, oh, my God! <laughs> it's 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 bigger on the inside. Yes, it is. My entire concept of the yes. universe has been completely blown. Oh, has like, it? He now. just he overacts, just... and I love it so <laughs> much. It's it. Fi- we finally get this moment after all this time. It's just after like oh, this when it like came to this, and you were just like when he said it, it's like it's Michael, and I'm like oh oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing! And How just, special of this! Just this amazing moment with just River. So it's just like it's, big, it's, big, it's bigger on the inside. Like just, 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 just pretty much internalizing everybody who's ever pretty much entered yeah. the TARDIS. And at the end, he goes. That's how it's done. <laughs> to himself. Yeah, I just. I've always wanted to see it done. The right properly, way. properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, and you're just like that's that's so the twelfth so doctor. It's so good. And then the moment when also uh, the alcohol, the the like he's like yes, yeah. yeah this is like don't tell daddy. And I was just like what? Wait a How second. Long is he fucking had that? Yeah, and, and like, didn't know about it. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the <laughs> moment when River finally realizes it's him. Oh. When she is giving this big speech about how you know a son, you don't expect a son to love you back. Yeah, and it's just like this moment of like realization, like River has been suffering. Yeah, from neglect. Yeah, from this guy who's just constantly they're constantly missing each other, running into each other at opposite points in their trajectory in their own timeline. Felt very like, and don't take this the wrong way, but it felt like kind of like Miss Piggy type of deal, where it's just like, but not as vain. You know what I mean? I guess it, I could kind of you see know what that. I mean? like, where she like, she feels like she's being neglected, neglected and she's and finally. Letting it out. Yeah. She's been internalizing it this whole time because but we always like get love, River just being just very always, cool, like, yeah. oh, we're, you know, perfect for each other. It doesn't matter what time. Just always that flirty, that other. flirty, like, how yeah, many things. But this is the one time where she's like, like she, she, is, truly she is truly love, in love, love with, with him. him. Yeah. And then this moment she, where she's like, he he certainly wouldn't be here and he certainly wouldn't be standing next to me. Yes. And she looks at him <laughs> and he has this grin on his face. And there's this moment where it's the silence and she finally realizes it clicks and he goes, Hello, sweetie. Oh. And it just, and she goes, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. I loved it. And immediately they go right into the chemistry that you knew they would have together. You are so doing those roots. I thought yeah. these the roots of the stars. And he's like, it's shut, shut up. up. And he's like, you like, the stars to do like, their roots. Shut up, shut up. And like, they're arguing. And then the villain's like, just like, what are you work. doing? What are the three? And, like, and, and shush, he's just now. like, shush. Parents mommy, are talking. Mommy and daddy are yeah, talking. Yeah, mommy and daddy are talking. <laughs> and it's so... They bounce off each other so well. Yeah. You know, this crash... The ship crashes and, she, you know, he pops out of the TARDIS and he's like, you should build a restaurant here. <laughs> so, like, like the, to right the here. scavenger guy and he's like, this diamond should probably cover it. <laughs> yeah. And he hops into the TARDIS. <laughs> steps out. There's the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. It's like five years or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and then River wakes up and she goes oh. out and they're like, oh, River, we've been expecting you. And so she, like, zaps up herself into this new dress. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, and the doctor is in a nice suit. Yes. A very nice suit. Very good. And he's, and like... he has his classic, like, tie. The yes. little, like, bow, little bow hang tie that, yes, he, that he did the when first he was doctor. first doctor had. Yep. Yeah. And he hands a package to her. He's like, I have a gift. 
Mm-hmm. And she pops it open, and it's her screwdriver. Exactly. And so you know definitively, like this is it. This is this the is end. the moment. This, this is, is the end. This is the and end. And they look, and the and the singing towers are going, and um, you see him cry. Yeah. Because he knows. Yeah. That's the end. And there's this moment where she looks at him, and she goes, "You know, I've been hearing stories about us." And he's like, "You should never listen to those." She's like, "About how this this is our last night together." Like, our last night is spent at the Singing Towers. And it's just, it's this bittersweet, like, oh, oh my yeah, god, yes. like, this is it. Like, she directly goes from here into Silence of the Library. Yeah. And um, and she's like, if this is the last night, like, I, I want to spend it with you, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know, and it's, it's this amazing moment. And mm. it's this quote from Peter Capaldi that's always um, quoted anytime you see, like, me. Anytime you see like tributes to the Twelfth Doctor yeah. or anything like that, where he goes, um, every Christmas is last Christmas. Yes, yes, yes and yes, it's yes. always sad, but it's also always happy. And I, it just, it it makes me tear up every time. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you know, this, I I remember all of us sitting in your apartment That's watching right. this yeah. we're all bawling yeah like we're, we're passing the tissue box around yeah we're crying we're because really we know this is the, the end, end and so she goes how long are the nights on derillium and he looks at her and he goes 24 years and we all literally went yes we all cheered so loud (laughs) we were were so happy we were like crying so happy and she goes i hate you and he's like no you don't oh and it was uh it was everything it was everything and and they lived happily ever after and then like it kind of whisks away so it lit it says they lived happily it whisks away and it just says happily and I just, it's such an incredible conclusion to their story. It's, you know that they're going to get 24 years together. It's honestly, in my opinion, the best swan song for a character in that show. Absolutely. Uh, that I've ever heard. Not including the the Doctor's regenerations. Like, right. Because that, like, that's right up there because of just like, wow, this is... This is the end of an this, era. This is the end of an era for you. Yeah. yeah, you're done You're done with this. Well, when they said, you know, when they um, first announced this Christmas special and they were like, it's the Husbands of River Song. Yeah. River Song's back. I think a lot of us were just like, Come on. Like we've told every story yeah. that there is to tell with River Song. It's like, where do and we go from here? Yeah, and we finally get the story, and it's like, oh no, friends. You are not prepared for the greatest River Song story of all time. It's really, and it truly was just, it's so good. Alex Kingston and Peter Capaldi's chemistry is amazing. So good in this. Um, like, it was so fantastic. This also introduced us to Nardole, who would become an incredible part yes. of uh, the 12th Doctor in season 10. Yeah. And um, it's just a great story. Just exactly. An incredible love story. It really, Absolutely really is. is. So, we've come down to it. We are here. What is your number one best Doctor Who Christmas special of all time? I think you already know about this. I, of course. I think you know exactly what this is. It's, Chat me up. It's, it's twice upon a Christmas. Yes. Just, just from like... And I knew this would... When I talked to you about this and I yes. was like... Uh, Remember, you couldn't talk to me about this episode because... Uh, we hadn't finished. Uh, me and another friend had not finished the recent season. That's that right, led up that, to this. and I couldn't and talk you, to you about it. You were so I, mad. I was because so you, mad because, because I knew you were going to love this, <laughs> and it made me so angry because uh, you for those of you who aren't aware, like 
This is Jacob like is a name. huge, huge fan of Classic Who. Once yeah. he started off with Classic Who, he loved Classic Who, every single part, and he loved William Hartnell's Doctor. I did. Uh, his favorite, and I think, is still Tom Baker. It's uh, it Tom, was it was Tom before from Capaldi. The, yeah, yeah, before Capaldi, it was Tom Baker. Yeah. After so, that. so knowing that his love for William Hartnell's Doctor, and then knowing how much he absolutely adored Peter Capaldi's Doctor, <laughs> because the. This uh, this crossover is spoiled essentially at the conclusion of season ten. Yes, because the Doctor, you know, like runs out of the TARDIS, throws his regenerating energy hands into the snow to like refuse to stop. He's like, it. he's like, I refuse. Yeah. I will not change. And then you hear, I will not change. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then it's like, what? What's that? And then you see David Bradley step out. He's like, you might be a Doctor, but I'm the Doctor. <laughs> The original, you might say. And it's like, <gasps> that's the Christmas special. And, it, and I knew, I was so mad because I was watching the 10th season from week to week, watching it, keeping up with it. And I went to Jake and I was like, are you caught up? Did you watch the finale? He's like, I've only seen like three episodes of the season. I'm like, no! No! Also because so- I was like, I know this is... I know this is ending, and I was like, I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready to end this bit. Ba- I'm not ready to end this uh, uh, band, rip this band aid off, and like do it. It's so we led up right up to the actual right de- up to, to it. The, to the, he to waited it. until the day of, of yeah. Christmas yes. to like finish that season. Yeah, and then and we did. We, me and another friend, we yeah. got through it, and we were on the uh, the the season finale when you yeah. came in. When I came in to watch this Christmas special, they're like, "All right, we're halfway through," and I sit down. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> gonna and I'm like see watching this magical I've, moments that's gonna. And I'm watching Jacob like watch this episode. <laughs> they get to that scene. Yeah, it's like I will not change. And he goes, and you hear in the distance, I will not change. No, 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 no. And you see Jacob's ears perk up. He's like, wait, what is that? <laughs> what is that? And then you see him step out, and he goes. <laughs> and I just, I died. I, I just. Was, I was like, I'm the doctor. And I was like, you may be the doctor. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Did they seriously just make this like parallel universe dimension jump all of a sudden? Did they just agree to do this? So good. It was so good. And and just from there, it's like, oh, that's Christmas. Oh, well, that's so, that's total bullshit. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already halfway. Uh, I was so into it. It was so great. Just, um. Just to like, also like the way it even started was just like many Christmases ago, like a hundred and something, (laughs) nine hundred and something so episodes before. Yeah, the the first doctor like visited the 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 South Pole. Yeah, and it gives you a full recap of that episode. Mm -hmm. And it's such a great. It's a Dalek episode, if I remember. It's a Cyberman. Cyberman episode. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and like it's so. Is it the first Cyberman episode? No, uh, no, it's not. It's I don't think it is the first Cyberman. It's one of the first ones. I think yeah, it's one of the like the second times they've appeared or something like that. Weaving that together, having the regeneration of two separate Doctors in one episode. One episode. It's it's fantastic. Getting that also that really quiet send off. 
for the doctor on the battlefield. Yes. Him just like pulling his tattered coat close to him. Yeah. As he's sitting there just watching this quiet battlefield. Very reminiscent of like reflective of like, I also love that because of just how reflective it is from the war doctor of like him just remembering his time Mm -hmm. of all that. Like what that must have felt like just for that moment of just like reliving that possible like end of it all again yeah and, and then you you get him you know, warming himself up and then his friends coming up to him and everything like that and so as like, part oh. of the um the collect it's not the collective it's um oh it was what's some... it called um oh this is gonna bother me i'm looking it up right now it's basically like the repository of all the um beans that end or so yes that, that, that die or something like that um this also brought back one of my favorite, like, Dalek episodes. Testimony. Yes, Testimony. That's yes. what it's called. It also brought back one of my favorite Dalek moments, which was the Rusty, Rusty from, yep. like, the, the first season of Capaldi, which was, like, that was, like, my favorite, like, Dalek episode for, like, a good Well, that while. was the line where he goes, you are a good Dalek. Yes. And it's like, and it's just like, oh. And it's like, oh. Okay. He even, and he even uh, says it again in yeah, this episode. Exactly. He's like, I am not a good Dalek. You are a good Dalek. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the one Dalek that like hates all other Daleks. Exactly. Right? And right. it's so interesting as a story. That he found like a common friend or something yeah. like that in, in something with the Doctor. And then uh, Doctor, the, or the Twelfth Doctor gets yeah. an incredible little moment with Clara. Mm-hmm. We, we, he finally gets his memories back for her yep. and everything like that. Setting everything right. Mm-hmm. And then we get this great... I didn't think that I was going to be able to feel as emotional about this as I did about um, Matt Smith's final scene right where he's like giving the speech and it's very like, checklist that yes, too and it because was he's the like, best part and about and it, it. And, it was, and that's what i love about it because it was so clearly capaldi where yeah he's just like he's like all right hold off doctor doctor's i've got some things you need to know yeah and he starts giving like lessons. basic things first you know like, never eat pears like yeah. i love that yeah. and he and he says um there's I can't remember. They did a little line. tribute to it, like him leading up to his regeneration. Like he was yeah. remembering his former selves as he was like yes. healing. So it jumped from like David Tennant for him really like, I don't want to go. And then him jumping to like acting like he's seen the, the him dropping the, the yes, bow tie, the bow tie. For, um, yep. for Matt Smith. And it's just, I'll remember the doctor was me. And then, and then he finally comes to himself and it's just like, Oh, here we go. It's like, this all right, I'm it. ready. And he, and there's this, he's, he says, um, uh, run fast. Um, it's like run fast, live free, or something, and be, be kind. kind. Yeah, he's and it, his whole his whole run, his whole character boils down to those two words: yeah. be kind. And that was like that was a big thing for um, the previous season for the, the end of his season when yeah. he was talking he's to like, the master. I just do it because it's kind. Yeah, both both like, the masters. It's. Yeah. At the end of the day, like his doctor really was like boil it down to be kind, just be kind, yeah, be kind to each other. That's the reason why I do it. A great regeneration, mm-hmm. and then we get to see Jodie Whittaker for the first time. Exactly, so good, so good. 
The first woman doctor. That's first female doctor. Very, very historic episode. Absolutely. Very historic episode. And then the TARDIS is exploding. Exactly. She falls out of it, and she's like falling through the sky as and the then, TARDIS is exploding in front of her. And then that's Great. it. Great. And that's Great it. And you're just like, whoa. And you're just like, oh, man. It's like, whoa. Yep, you're not getting Doctor Who for a year. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> Everyone just screaming so hard, going like, how the fuck did, did she survive that? I love the first episode of that next season was just like, was just like, oh, she just... She survived that, and she just crashes through at the through the train set. Did you not? Really yeah, 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 yeah. She, she crashes right through the, the train, and you're just ceiling. like, you're just like, holy shit! She just like, it's like she didn't have to regenerate after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what kind of horse manure was that? The fourth Doctor regenerated after that. After falling up way point. lower. Yeah, way lower I than mean, the that. sixth Doctor regenerated from getting bonked on the head. Exactly. <laughs> the TARDIS console. Exactly. So but, what's to argue here? But yeah, oh, yeah, it is a great episode, and it really is an incredible send-off for it's also a great, all these 12 Doctors. It's also an end of another era. It's, yes. It's another of the Moffat era. The end of the Moffat era yeah, into the exactly. Chibnall era. Exactly. So now let's just start something completely fresh now. So that is your number one. That is my, my number one. My number one, if you had been following along and you've eliminated all the others. I've been trying to. My number one is A Christmas Carol. Oh, you bastard. I oh my God. love this episode. Well, it's the most this, Christmas episode. This is the most Christmassy episode that you could find within these Christmas specials. This is a Christmas special that I, even without meaning to, have watched every single year. Every single year around Christmas time, you're unintentionally like, or whatever, it just it's it on. Just, it's just on, and you're just like, oh yeah, I'm sitting down. Oh, and watch yeah, it. I'm gonna sit down and watch this because this is the perfect Christmas Doctor Who. Story. I feel like you're like in the middle of something, like you need to turn something in. I'm like doing and something. Then, and I'm like, I can watch this. I got time. <laughs> like just, anytime, I can watch this and love it. It's such a heartfelt story, um, taking classic. place between season five and season six. Yeah. Uh, it's got the Doctor. It's got. A little bit of Amy and Rory, uh, which I think is one of, if not the best TARDIS team. The three of them, the trio together. Um, and I love Kazran being played incredibly by Michael Gambon yeah. in his old self. Um, the fact that also that the Doctor goes to lengths that we haven't really seen before. Yeah. With the Doctor, he is trying to save his friends and so he decides, I'm going to change the course of this person's entire life and timeline just to get what I want. Yeah. He's never done that before. Right. That exactly. is like way against his vow as a time war. Exactly. And, and uh, I kind of liked that. But he did it in, in the spirit of Christmas. That's yes. the thing. He did and he it does it slowly and gradually. Because when he has the idea of like, it's almost like a Christmas carol. And it's just like, <gasps> wait a oh, second. Wait a minute. And he just hops out, and they're showing like this little like archive footage of him as a child. Yeah. And then the window swings open, and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the young Kazran is like, "Who are you talking to?" He's like, "You." Winks. And he's like, "All right, let's do this." And the story of him showing up every single Christmas Eve throughout the entire life. Of this kid, of this, of kid, this character, and all the way up, watching him meeting grow, this girl, meeting yeah. the girl that I think he, her name that was he, Alice, yeah, something like that, um, that he fell in love with, and everything. Just and then finding out that she has this terminal illness uh-huh. that he can only see her for one more day. There's a great moment oh, where yeah. they're in the chamber, and he's like, and uh, Kazran looks at him, and he's like, "One last day with your beloved. How would you choose to spend that?" And there's this. There are moments throughout Matt Smith's run. Where even as young as he is, because I think he was like twenty five, 
during this episode. I like, think so, he was maybe? he was like 24. Yeah, yeah. Youngest doctor we've ever had. There's this moment where he has his arms crossed. And there have been moments throughout Matt Smith's entire run where if you look at him, he is every bit of a six to seven hundred year old man. Oh, yeah. In his yeah. eyes, in his posture, in his face. That is a moment yeah. where it's like, one last day with your beloved, how would you choose to spend it? And it chain and it shifts. The camera cuts to him, and you see this old tired man yeah legitimately thinking about that question and you could think about like who is he talking about like who is anybody he about? it could be anybody you could think i about always him. take it as rose you always take it as rose i always take it as rose i think it as susan susan absolutely i always think it's susan because beloved doesn't have to be romantic yeah um it's and and i love that that kind of ambiguity is different for every fan every fan has a different response to that exactly and, that's really what I think great fiction does. Mm-hmm. Has a different response for everybody. Right. Um, the story, again, is also really about the spirit of Christmas. What Christmas really is. Um, there's a moment where they, you know, are riding in a sleigh led by fucking space sharks. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Sure, why not, you know. Um, and it's just a an incredible, heartfelt Christmas story. If you have no basis for Doctor Who... You've never seen an episode of Doctor Who before. You don't know anything about this. You characters. recommend this episode? I would recommend this episode. I I don't know if I would. You know, it is. I think the most standalone out of any of these. Episodes. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, you don't Arguments really need. To, be, you don't need to know who what's who right. what's go the background of these characters. Right. You could just jump in and be like, oh, these are these human companions yeah. that he's friends with. And he's trying to save them. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, there's, yeah. there's moments, you know, when he's kind of explaining what the sonic screwdriver is, what mm-hmm. he does to young Kaz, Kazran, where you can really like, okay, this is the base for this character. It is a great intro into that character, as really all of season five of Doctor Who really is. Yeah. Um, a great reintroduction for classic fans and a great introduction for new fans. And this episode really is the essence of Matt Smith's, um, Matt Smith's character. Right. What he's willing to do to save his friends, what he's willing to do to change the lives of the, the life of someone for the better, and by the end of the episode, you know it's snowing. We get there, there's an incredible moment near the uh, the beginning where the ship is crashing. Amy and Rory step out, and they're dressed in their police girl and their Roman centurion outfits. And they're like, <laughs> "Are you in the honeymoon suite?" And they're like. Yeah. You get those like, oh, there's some role play going uh, on yeah, in the exactly. bedroom before you, all of this happened. And you're like, what? Whoa. Yeah. And again, like little touches like that is one of the many reasons I love Amy and Rory yeah. as companions. Right. But this episode really is just perfection when it comes to the Doctor and Christmas. And it is my number one greatest Doctor Who Christmas special. It's very good. I like that. So... What do you think? What do you think of the lists? I think this, this is pretty good. I, this is good. This is a good, good, great. good conversation. We were both opposites for a good while. For a liked, good while. I, I like there were some. There were some. See, I ranked mine from like doctors. That was the thing. Because yeah. it's just like so I, you, can't, I can't really. So then you would say in that my, the, the. In my opinion, they all got better as every year got better. Okay, that was, that's what I was going to ask. So you would say that each doctor's Christmas specials were better than the previous doctors. Yes. Cool. I could, yeah, I could definitely say that. It's just like, it, for, as they came out, 
by each year. It was. It felt like you know this. This you can't really put them all together as like the best. Like, but you did, of course, and that, that that's very fair and that works. But I was more of just like you know there are some better ones that the, there are some of the best from each doctor that like right and, and actually I like, and I like how you yeah. organize that because it also gives us a great retrospective on those eras and what they meant for the, the highlights doctor. of these yes. if these particular like doctors are just from because these a lot of Christmas a lot specials. of these episodes really are just like hey greatest hits for whatever the doctor is right now exactly and it's like just giving you a window into what that doctor is and who he is at the time right. So they overall are fantastic. They really are. Um, so well, as we look forward, yeah, as we look forward into Doctor Who, do you would you like to see more Christmas specials, or do you like that Jodie Whittaker is kind of getting the New Year's Day treatment? I mean, I like the New Year's Day treatment. I think it's a little more. I think it's a little more meaningful than Christmas in the sense of just okay. like of just like uh, it's a new year so something new always happens something big always happens on like the new year or something right. like that um, well, but, and, uh, and, and, and with Christmas I know it's like but it's like Christmas is threatened somehow and like right. working the spirit of Christmas into these these specials is actually really good too I've always For loved sure. that I mean it, it's, that's why we've had like 13 of them yeah. so with with that I, I would love maybe one Christmas special with her at least but before like, she regenerates before sure she regenerates I think she should end on a Christmas special like every other doctor yeah, has and, so far yeah and just regenerate on a Christmas special but uh, I'd love to see i love to see a little more callbacks of just like everything uh, one of my favorite uh, another callback to like t- Titans comics here the 12th Doctor had a 15th uh, 2015 uh, holiday special where him and uh, Clara get a note to they're invited to a, a Christmas party and it's signed by his granddaughter Susan Susan invites him to a Christmas party it leads him to this nice neighborhood and he meets all of his former companions uh, including the Brigadier and like Susan and Ian and, and Barbara from like all these companions from like old times and everything even the, the pawns are there everybody and it turns out it's a big trick from a classic villain called the Collector. He was like uh, a toy collector. He was called Toy Collector. Oh yeah, Benicio del Toro. It's sort of the collector. Yeah. In in a way, yeah. yes. And he runs to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. If he was also a toy, if he was Toy Man meets the Collector, that's what he would be. And the Doctor runs to the Guardians of the Galaxy and pals around with Rocket Raccoon yes. and groups a little bit. It's yeah, exa- I read this comic. Uh, exactly. <laughs> this is how this is how the Twelfth Doctor got a lightsaber when he ran into Luke Skywalker. Wait a sec. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> At the end of now it, you've lost. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I, I was just trailing off for a little bit, uh, but though it, it turns out it was like a classic uh, first Doctor villain, and and, and, yeah. and he turns out that, that they had to escape the toy collector for a while, and he traps him in his own little like toy uh, play box kind right. of style. But um, it's I love. I love the I love like um, specials like I would love like if Jack would come back or like I even I prophesized this so many times like I, if only he came back with Capaldi it would have been so would have funny been incredible it was so he funny he would still find Capaldi so attractive exactly some silver fox kind of yes. thing yes or I still love my idea of just like what if he just did not find him attractive at all I just think that would just so funny and like, Capaldi would be like offended he's like yeah well just because I got old exactly and he's like he finally admits that he actually looks old after all this time when he just yeah. been like everyone's just like what are you talking about we look at we're the exact same we look, age yeah. that was one of my favorite <laughs> things he would do with Clara he's like we look, at, we look the exact same, same age, age. <laughs> exactly and it was like oh that's so good 
but yeah, I I really uh, like even Susan. You know, uh, is like the, the existing Susan. Uh, oh God, what's her name? Um, she passed away. Did she really pass yeah, away? I think uh, that actress passed. I don't know about that. I think I, she I, did. It would have been big news, and I, I haven't heard anything about it. But uh, you know who's also still alive? Ian. Ian is still alive, and and it's uh, true. yeah, that's kind of weird. But but uh, but whatever the sense it is, it's just like it would be nice to see like maybe or or another chance to run into another doctor like they like they've been trying to do maybe once in a while, like they did with the next doctor. Right. Yeah. It would be kind of funny if he ran into a, she ran into one of her past doctors or so. But yeah. Maybe some ancient Chinese time where they discovered fireworks she, and it's like, you know, like, I don't know, right at the Great Wall of China when something bad's happening. Like, I know, I, I know my history really well. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to point out right now. <laughs> um, I am so sorry. Is she actually... Carol Ann Ford still is alive. Yeah, Carol Ann Ford. And I know she listens to the podcast, so I am very sorry, <laughs> Carol Ann Ford. Forgive me. I, I always knew you were... Um, I always knew you were Susan. Susan. My, you great, 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 great granddaughter. <laughs> no, but I agree. I would love to see um, returning characters. I would love to see how Jack... How Captain Jack would react to Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it'd be fantastic. It really would. It would be. It would be really um, funny. But yeah, it's... I think for me, and especially like across our friendship, right. Christmas always kind of is uh, synonymous with Doctor Who. Yeah. Like every single time Christmas would come around, it'd be like, all right, we're getting the boys together. We're going to watch Doctor Who Christmas special. So yeah. I'm glad that we got to sit down and talk about this because this has been a long time coming, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad we got to share this moment after like bonding Years. so much of, yeah. of this dedication. Doctor Who has been such a huge part of our friendship yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it's like, it's, it's awesome that we would get to spend every single year celebrating not only that, but our friendship with all of us. Yeah. Like getting to sit down and enjoy something that we love. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you have any of your, your Miller high life left, but I'm going to propose a toast. Oh, well here, let's, let's like, uh, here, this light, water here. Like, oh, here, here, we'll toast, uh, we'll toast waters water. then. Okay. Uh, like, uh, Jim Gordon and Batman and the, in the holiday series. nights episode from New Year. Cheersing each other. Yes, exactly. Merry, Merry Christmas. And here's to another Christmas special down the line. Exactly. Hmm. Oh, beautiful hydration agua. So um, that is our list. I would love to hear what uh, our listeners thought. If you think we are totally way off base, please <laughs> let us know. I'd love to have. I'd love to hear your uh, lists. Please feel free to reach out on social media at Geeksplained Pod. That's at Geeksplained P O D on Twitter or yeah. Instagram or through email. Because I'm an old man, I still read emails to Geeksplained at Gmail dot com. Uh, any final thoughts on the Christmas specials? Um, honestly, they they are a Christmas tradition at this point, and it's yeah. like just like in the way of every Christmas is. Um, dedicate some time if you get the chance to check out some of these episodes, and I do recommend any any spinoffs and whatsoever, whatever you can find. Yeah, if you're if you're an Amazon Prime member, they're yeah. all on Amazon. Exactly. Yeah, just check them all out. They're they're really fun. So they'll put you in the spirit. That's right. Yes. yes. So your favorite is twice, twice upon a time. time. Yeah. My favorite was a Christmas Carol, but whether your favorite is. 
The Return of Doctor Mysterio, or Last Christmas, or, or Voyage from, of the Dam, Voyage of the Dam, which is an incredible Kylie Minogue. Oh my god, um, so awful. Or even if for some weird reason your favorite is The Runaway Bride, it's all accepted here. We're exactly. all okay because really the spirit of the season is Doctor Who. Yes. and subscribe to the official Doctor Who YouTube channel. It is now time for the weekly review. This is the segment of our show where I review something weekly. And in the break between part three and part four of Crisis on Infinite Earths, we are changing it up. We're doing a wild card weekly review where every week I am reviewing something different. And keeping in theme of this week's episode focusing on the Doctor Who Christmas specials, I decided to go back into very early 2019, New Year's Day 2019, and check out the Doctor Who New Year's Day special from the most recent Jodie Whittaker series. I hadn't seen it. I didn't watch it. I uh, was doing stuff. I was working uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, so it was... Uh, kind of slipped by me, and I realized as I was putting together the list, and as you heard, we kind of uh, set that aside since it wasn't technically a Christmas special, um, I realized I'd never watched it. I'd never watched the New Year's special. So I went back this week and I watched it, and I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I had a great time with it. Um, putting uh, the, the 13th Doctor up against the Daleks for the first time, and I guess I should say just Dalek because it was one singular Dalek. Uh, it was really good. I didn't think I didn't know how I was going to feel about it because um, if you watched the most recent season, a lot of it was Jodie Whittaker interacting with new creatures. Uh, Chris Chibnall really wanted to try and introduce new creatures to varying degrees of success. Of success. Uh, there were some creatures that are definitely better than others, but overall, I think the uh, the sprinkling in of classic concepts really works in uh, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor's favor. Uh, the 13th Doctor really needs to establish herself, and I think this special specifically went went a pretty good ways into doing that. Uh, the episode mostly takes place on Earth, which is fine, uh, and it kind of harkened back to the Ninth Doctor's Dalek episode, where it was focused on just one Dalek, kind of a remnant of a, of a lost time, and just showing how dangerous those Daleks can be. And what I liked about this episode is it recontextualized how dangerous Daleks can be, because we always, you know, when you think of a Dalek, you think of the robotic body the hard shell and the little squishy squid underneath and most 
times whenever we've encountered these you know squishy squids uh they're powerless they're useless in this episode they weaponized the squid portion of the dalek which is really the heart and mind of the dalek and uh used it to i think pretty good effect uh it was kind of like they leaned into a little bit of the horror aspect which i liked uh having this dalek kind of control um i forget her name but um the female archaeologist as they're and like basically using her and like binding to her spine and everything it was gross and uh it was really well done i thought the effect was really cool and then when the dalek actually built its body like it built its um its robot body out of like scraps and stuff that was the coolest design i've seen in a dalek in a really long time uh, i think one of the big complaints for uh the 11th doctor's era was that they made uh daleks kind of out to be nothing and this one really kind of brought it back and like i said before really reminded me of that ninth doctor episode that showed how dangerous one single dalek could be so you know what would happen if you know a dozen or an army like showed up so this one really pushed forward the narrative that the daleks are the doctor's main threat uh the 13th doctor really uh hunkered down on the seriousness in this episode which i liked it was a good change of pace for her and um it also gave time for our our tardis crew so uh specifically ryan ryan i would say was kind of underserved in the previous season they were I think, um, interested in setting him up as a character, but not really, um, telling his arc. And I was much more interested in Graham and, uh, Yaz throughout the season. But Ryan gets a great, um, a great arc in this episode when, uh, his dad is introduced. And you kind of get the feeling that his dad was like, you know, uh, a deadbeat dad who left and, um really just he wasn't even at ryan's grand's funeral so there's a lot of tension there and then when he is ultimately um controlled by the dalek at the very end i thought he was dead and he was going to sacrifice himself to save his son but uh i'm glad that they saved him because that gives us more material for the future and into the next uh season so really liked that graham is always a treasure and i really seeing yaz every time i see her i'm like i want to know more about you i want to learn about you as a character so i'm hoping that we get that in the next season but overall i thought it was a strong episode um i don't know exactly where i would place it where i would rank it like if i put it into our christmas special list i'd have to think about it but it's it's a strong episode and it really deserves to be watched um a lot of course correction i think for both the tone and the uh characterization of uh the 13th doctor which i really liked and i'm hoping that they continue this uh, this direction for her into the new year and into the new season so that does it for the weekly review um, i'm really excited for the future of doctor who the uh, next episode is actually a new year's day special so i haven't quite come up with what i'm going to do for our weekly review next week so you never know that might be uh might be the thing i watch so uh definitely tune in next week for our next wild card weekly review but for now let's kick it on over to this week's comics countdown <laughs> 
Ooh, welcome back to this week's Comics Countdown. This is a segment of our show where I talk about the comics that I think you should be picking up this week. Whether it's at your local comic book shop, on Comixology, or however you get your comics, these are the ones I think you should definitely take a look at. We'll be talking about each book's title, the creative team behind each book, as well as a brief synopsis of each book. And of course, every synopsis will be accompanied by my synopsis voices. If you have a synopsis voice that you'd like me to try out, feel free to request that at either of our social medias, at Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, or through email, because I'm an old man, I still read emails, to geeksplained at gmail.com. But before we get into this week's books, we got to take a look at last week with the Geeksplained Pick of the Week of last week. And I'm not going to beat around the bush, I'm not going to... Um, lead you astray. It's Doomsday Clock, number twelve. I uh, it was a toss up for me between Doomsday Clock and uh, Superman Smashes the Clan, number two. But ultimately, uh, Doomsday Clock, number twelve, beat it out just because uh, I've been waiting for this story to wrap up for a long time, and I think as it goes, uh, with all the complaints about the delays and the you know pushing it back and what are we doing with the story and is Rebirth even a thing anymore um, this story really does serve as a satisfying conclusion for that story uh, if you haven't read Doomsday Clock yet I urge you go back pick up all 12 issues they are available um, if you want you can pick up the first trade which I think collects the first six I don't know I think it does um, and read this book it's worth it it is awesome and really what it comes down to and it's so clear in this issue is that this series really is a celebration of superman which you know i love um and kind of putting the ideology of superman up against the ideology of dr manhattan uh is more interesting than i think it has any right to be but it is really great it is another um universe shattering event so i think it's definitely worth its worth your time to pick it up and read it but that's last week let's talk about this week we have three books we have just three books this week um and they're all marvel books dc has kind of like taken a back seat for this week i think they uh kind of let it all go last week with all of the books that came out and they are finishing up 2019 on a quiet note which leaves marvel open with three books. <laughs> um, there are three books here that I really want to get into. These are all fun in their own way. Um, one of them I think is um, is silly fun. One of them I think is um, narratively fun. And one of them I think is going to be a big indicator of what Marvel has going into 2020. So let's kick it off with Spider-Ham, number one of five. Um, written by Zeb Wells with art by Will Robson. Uh, this book, <laughs> it's Spider-Ham. I don't have to sell it to you any more than that. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the synopsis here. Apocalypse Now. Not a dream, not a hoax, not an imaginary tale. Spider-Ham finally has his own series. Again, Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham, finds himself jumping through time side by side with Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. Zeb Wells and Will Robson bring you the Ham and Man story you've been waiting for. So yeah, it sounds fun, it sounds kooky, it sounds exactly like what a Spider-Ham book is going to be. Next up, we have Doctor Strange number 
One, uh, written by Mark Wade with art by Phil Noto. Uh, this is really interesting. If you haven't been keeping up with the Mark Wade Doctor Strange run, I came onto it really late, but I've been picking up the trades, and it's been good. It's been like really good, like more, like way better than I thought it was going to be. So I would definitely check this out. Um, the book kind of uh, ended on as far as I know, on a big cliffhanger, so I'm glad that we're, you know, kicking this back up. I really like the cover showing the duality between the Sorcerer Supreme and the Surgeon Supreme. Uh, the caption for the covers even says Surgeon Supreme, so I'm interested to see how that uh, kind of folds into this. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the synopsis here. The impossible has happened. Doctor Strange's hands have been healed, restoring his surgical skills, but now he's being torn between his obligations as the Sorcerer Supreme and as a neurosurgeon. And when he's forced to choose which vows to uphold, who suffers most for it? After all, magic always has a cost. So I'm really interested in seeing what they do here. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, written by Mark Wade with art by Kev Walker. Uh, I believe the cover is done by Phil Noto. But uh, that sounds really interesting to me. It's a story that we haven't really seen before. Doctor Strange has always, you know, kind of talked about uh, wanting to go back into being a surgeon, but we've never really seen what happens in the event of that. So I'm interested to see what they do here. And then finally from Marvel, we have incoming number one. This is uh, being written by Al Ewing with art by Umberto Ramos and Patrick Gleason. Um, this is kind of the big event that Marvel's 80th year has been moving towards, and it's going to be pretty good from what I can tell. Uh, this is going to be essentially like your guiding light, your North Star when it comes to what Marvel's going to be doing in 2020. So if you pick up any book this week, make it Spider-Ham. But if you pick up two books this week, pick up incoming number one. So let's jump into the synopsis here. One will unite them. A mysterious murder brings together the heroes of the Marvel Universe in the search for a killer. But no one can imagine where the trail will lead or how it will affect everything in 2020 and beyond. Who is the victim, and who is the assailant? The closing chapter to Marvel's 80th year, which will connect the dots of everything that happened in 2019 and propel the narrative into the year that is to come. Featuring the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Daredevil, Spider-Man, the Champions, the Agents of Atlas, Valkyrie, the Immortal Hulk, Jessica Jones, Venom, Ghost Rider, the Masked Raider, and more. So, that says a lot. Um, I am always down for a good murder mystery, and it looks like they are throwing all of their chips into a murder mystery for Marvel, which I am excited about. So, definitely pick this up. That's going to do it for this week's Comics Countdown. And the final comics countdown for uh the year and for the decade so i'm pretty excited about it it's been incredible these books have um really 2019 has been i think a great year for comics and i cannot wait to see what comes for comics in 2020 
And that is going to do it for this week's episode. Once again, um, thank you for joining us on Christmas. I love putting this together. This is our very first ever Geeksplain Christmas special. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it, getting to have that great conversation with Jacob. Uh, Been meaning to get a one-on-one with him on the podcast for a while now, and I'm glad we were able to do it for such a beloved property and such a great topic that we could gush for probably hours and hours and hours it honestly could have gone much longer than the actual episode was so uh once again thank you for listening i hope you are having an incredible christmas uh that does it for this uh for this episode that does it for this year that does it for this decade when we check in with you next it will be our new year's day uh special with the very first uh episode of a new decade of 2020 so Thank you very much for literally everything that you have done for this podcast. Uh, Listeners just like you have really uh, grown this podcast more and more with every, every new episode. It's been such a pleasure to be able to just ramble and rave about stuff that I care about that a lot of people don't care about, but I, um, I talk about and you folks get to listen to. We've taught, we've covered a bunch of, of topics throughout this entire year, and I've loved talking about literally all of them. I've gotten to introduce new segments like Pitch It. Uh, our weekly review was also debuted this year, so I have been just absolutely loving it, and I'm really excited for the new year and the new decade to see where this podcast really goes. So uh, from me to you, Merry Christmas. Thank you very much for listening. I look forward to bringing you a new episode in the new year and in the new decade. Can't wait for 2020. Can't wait to see what the future brings. Um, And I'm trying to think of anything else I need to get off my chest about this, but I just really, I'm thankful. I'm honestly, if there is a word that I could sum up this year with, it is, uh, it is grateful. I'm grateful that I've been able to do this. I'm grateful that I, that I have listeners like you to listen to me talk about stuff for hours on end. And I am eternally grateful for you giving us the chance to talk about stuff that we love. So Again, look forward to next week will be our New Year's Day special, uh, starting off, kicking off the year 2020, and what a great year it, I expect it to be. Uh, but for now, for Geeksplain, this is Eric Azana. Thank you very much for listening. Merry Christmas, and we will see you next time.